Dork Tales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, I use he and him, and I, uh, folks, am back to run another game and I'm excited about it. Because today we are, we are, I think, only two episodes away from the end of the chapter, but who knows with players like these. We've got a fantastic game lined up for you, but before we get into it, let's introduce the cast, starting with Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I play Kalara Vingard, our human cleric of Michigal. All right, over to Chris. Hello, I'm Chris. I use uh, he, him, or they pronouns, and uh, I'm a little, little tired tonight. Uh, didn't get a lot of sleep, so uh, uh, bear with me. But uh, I play uh, Godfrey High Valor, who finally asked Clara to dance. Finally. Um, all right. Uh, and down beneath you, your hype man, Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing Razira Moonbrush, our Swashbuckly Kinder Rogue. Um, and tonight you may notice my eyes are looking a little bit more blue than purple. My eye is, uh, have something, there's something weird in them, so I'm not putting in context because I don't want to irritate them so, so much. So, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm excited for game tonight. And, uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, over to Cal. Hello, my name is Cal. I am Neo Cal in the chat. Um, I am playing Orin Tiros Caledon, the uh, Qualinesti Elf Bard, and uh, can't wait to jump into the game with everyone. Nice. And finally, last but never least, over to Jen. Hi, I'm Jen, and tonight I play uh, Hazel Knight Granite, our Dwarven Lunar Sorcerer, and my hip is somewhat better, though it still hurts. Nice. You're, you're very hip, in fact. Um, all right, so folks, we are going to be hopping into game in just one minute. But before we do, I want to do a quick thank you to our sponsor for the month. For the fourth month in a row, I have to do a big shout out to Bookworm Games. Because, hey, calling all dice dragons, Bookworm Games has 168 different types of dice. From acrylic to resin, metal to liquid core, even actual gemstones dice bags will hold your hoard and trays will ensure that you're rolling safely you can engage all senses while gaming with their candy dice or themed scented candles check out their five mystery boxes or even a mystical item monthly subscription for fun surprises every single month you get 10 percent off if you use code dorktales and uh visit bookwormgames.com Happy adventuring. Uh, and folks, for this month only, there is a very special thing that you can do. Uh, it is still Bookworm's Kickstarter for their quest chest. Uh, quest chest is a system agnostic module with full of wax sealed letters, metal coins, candles, actual tea, as well as narrated voiceover and custom music to set the scenes of the games. Uh, if you want something that is a hybrid of like an escape room, an adventure module, and a mystery box, this is exactly what you should be running for your players. You can use um, 
some of the hidden ciphers, or well, some of the ciphers to hide, uh, to uncover hidden clues, I should say, uh, and puzzles for your players to decode. You can treat them to actual coffee and tea and edibles, uh, well, edible item, uh, items at least, um, inside of the boxes. Uh, the first two boxes are available right now if you can't wait. Uh, on bookwormgames.com, which you can use code DORKILLS to save money on, uh, or you can back five of them right now on Kickstarter. If you go to questchest.info, you can learn more, or you can go to questchest over on Kickstarter. Uh, it's a fantastic deal to get all of those together, and it helps support both us and this fantastic company. So I strongly, strongly suggest you check it out and share it around if you don't mind. That would be fantastic, because we all love immersive games, and Bookworm Games is bringing that immersion to you. And with that, um, let's go take a nap. I think we're done. We're done. That's that's it for tonight. Oh, I'm yeah. Very... We'll just stream ourselves napping. We'll just stream ourselves. Okay that with that this. one guy did that. I'm yeah. really okay with this. <laughs> All right, I'm very very white. This is the problem. My main monitor is a TV for this, and then whenever I'm like, time to look at a white screen, suddenly I... I'm like. Argh. I am dead. And maybe other right. people don't notice, but it's, I always notice like when it's angel. me. <laughs> like, yeah, the beacons are lit, fam. <laughs> um, but where was Condor calls for aid? Condor calls for aid. Where was? I was waiting was for it. I'm like, here comes Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> Say the line, Bart. Gondor calls for aid. Where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? <laughs> there we go. I can turn it on like less bright. There. Hold on. Let's just do a quick check. What does it look like when I'm when I'm I'm less white? Yeah. There you okay, go. Okay, I'll go with this. I'll go with this for tonight. Makes there we go. Thank you very much, Bookworm Games, for sponsoring us. A big thank you to them. And uh, a quick also announcement for one of our products. Uh, well, not our products. I wish. That'd be great if there was a Dorktales flavored coffee. But if you go to Bones Coffee right now and use code Dorktales, you can save 20%. And uh, folks, you remember how I said they had a Spider-Man coffee? They now have two Indiana Jones flavors as of today. They have Toffee Treasure and Adventurer's <laughs> Cup, which is, what was it called? Scotcheroo flavored? Which yeah, I thought was. I thought that was something they made up, but it's like a peanut butter rice crispy. What? Oh yeah, that's well, right. It is. I yeah. thought it was just like scotch flavored coffee that they just were like cheeky with. It's Scotcheroo. No, it's actually a real thing. Uh, so grab some coffee that tastes like Harrison Ford. Yeah, it tastes like it tastes like Harrison Yum. Ford's earring. Yum. Yum. Delicious. Okay. I, my mom would in the in the eighties and nineties. My mom would have drank that with two fists. Harrison Ford was her obsession in the 90s and 80s. So are these only available in the U.S. again? I will have them shipped to my mom's house, Robin. We'll make it happen. But we're going to yes. wait until... Because they're making specific <laughs> mugs for it. So we're, we're going to wait for that. But you should all go use code Dorktales to buy yourself some damn Indiana Jones coffee. Because even if the movie's not good, the coffee will be. I hope. I can't guarantee I haven't drank it yet. But All right. So, folks, enough dawdling around. All right, so without further ado, I think it is time for us to hop into game here with Dragonlance episode 24, Camp Carrion Clay. Last episode, you traveled across the northern wastes through the portal. When you did, you came across a lone boy being pursued by Dragon Riders. After dispatching them embarrassingly fast, 
you then uh, went back with the boy to a place called Hearts Hollow, wherein you had an interesting night. You played some music, you drank some ale, and you spent a bit of time there learning about the people of this hidden community. And it was there that you were approached by the bartender, the innkeeper, at the Salt Lick. Who, upon learning that there was potentially an actual honest-to-God dragon's egg inside of Camp Carrion Clay, begged you to return it to her. She eventually revealed herself to be a bronze dragon. And uh, that is where we left game with you swearing to bring the, the dragon egg back to her. And um, with you preparing to rest up. Uh, which I think is where we are going to pick things up. So, everyone is going to be able to get a full night's sleep. And uh, can go ahead and take a long rest, uh, restoring uh half of their hit dice all of their hit points and their spells you awaken the next morning inside of the salt lick your bed rolls atop the floorboards have been one of the more comfortable places that you found rest in recent memory. Although very little light filters down into Hearts Hollow, there is a bit of a bit of glow from the outside lamps. And as the front door creaks open on the old wood, you can hear the sound of a few distant birds that have made their way down into the hollow squawking around as they pick around in the refuse outside of the tavern. The front door creaks open and the flame of an oil lamp lights up the room. Good morning, you hear Ness's voice say, rousing you from whatever sleep, meditation, or contemplation you may be having. Sorry for disturbing you. I've got to get ready for opening. Did you sleep well? Morning. Very well, thank you. It was a good rest. <laughs> yeah, if you're not, uh, if you're not adverse to it before you head out, I have some meals that I'm going to start preparing. I could use a hand in the kitchen. But, no, uh, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll pass. Sorry, it's, it's better this way. I can help you with that. Yeah, I was going to say, Kalaras. I can do dishes. Always. Hmm. Alright then, Sir Knight. Before you put on your armor, here you go. And she will reach behind the bar and pull out a long length of wood and hand you a broom. Start sweeping. And stay away from that kitchen. 
Now, Mr. Zira, I'd ask you to put out the silverware, but uh, it's quite shiny. It might be distracting to you. I think I've got some silver over here, and she'll uh, start taking through her bag to see if she has any silverware to add. All right. <laughs> I rolled an eight, a spool of yarn, or a package of chalk. Well, <laughs> oh, I don't think this could quite work, and she'll take out, like, keep just pulling out some yarn. I'll tell you what. Here, if you steal coins, go head over to uh, to McGonagall's on the corner. He collects wood, and I could do some for the fireplace. Okay. Sounds good. And it's a run off. And <laughs> so, what kind of things do you cook, Miss Kalara? All, all sorts, really. Um, Where are you from originally? Vingard. Vingard, Vingard. Vingard. That's south of Calaman. That's that area, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, it's been a while since I've been down that way. At least a hundred years. Can say now that I'm just around y'all. Well, show me what delicacies they have there. Fish well, I've got root vegetables, and I've got cow's milk, and I've got uh, a bit of bird, and some lizard. Okay. Can you make food pie? Let's see what we can come up with. All right, go ahead and give me a cooking roll, please. Oh, uh, what, what's that? <laughs> That's going to be, uh, you're definitely proficient. So give me proficiency plus wisdom. Okay. Uh, that would be 23. 23. So yeah, you're going to be able to start um, using whatever flowers there to start like working on some pastry dough. You're going to start like basically like putting all of the work together. It's about uh, about eight o'clock in the morning at this point, And you've had a nice rest throughout the night. You're feeling very chipper. And because this is a tavern, it opens a bit later than uh, than a typical restaurant that you're used to. So this is almost a bit lazy for you. The extra time being able to work the eggs into the dough and to to really let things breathe a little bit is very comforting. So you're going to have time to work on that. Uh, meanwhile, back in the main area, Levna, Orantiros, and Hazel are kind of sitting around as or, as uh, Godfrey is going through and, uh, and sweeping everything. And Levna will kind of lean over to both of you and say, Do you think, do you think she eats the pies or... Doesn't she need to eat, like, a goat or something? Who? Yeah, the, the, the dragon. Oh, yeah. I was wondering why you were asking if Kalara was eating goat. Kalara wouldn't eat goat. 
She probably would eat a goat, but you know what I mean. She, she would make it taste delicious. Um, God damn it. But now I want a goat. She probably, <laughs> you know, Ness probably wants to keep a low profile, so probably eats. Lavna, you stuff. should bring her a goat. I should bring Kalara a goat? I think that would probably step on Godfrey's toes. Which, I okay, mean, maybe not a fun. whole goat. Godfrey, should I steal your woman? Hey, you you got the dragon, okay? <laughs> oh, he's kind of <laughs> wanted to be a dragon rider. <laughs> yeah. The the weight of what she says crosses her eyes and then she just kind of stops laughing. <laughs> Uh, Riz, can you do me a favor and make me a roll on your chart to see what you come back with on top of the wood? Okay. Uh, the D-100? D-100. Alrighty. Okay. So the okay. door is going to burst open and Razira is going to re-enter, uh, carrying a big pile of wood in her arms, as well as... As she's wearing a... It's almost like... It looks like a black kind of skull cap. Like, it looks almost like a helmet. But then it also has, like, two round, like, extension ears that almost look like a like like rodent-like on her head. So it's like three concentric circles? Yeah. Okay. That could take over the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, and following um, in your in your uh, in your wake is um, is your new friend new friend Kleistron, mm -hmm. who's also carrying some sticks. <laughs> uh, well, you know we have a saying in in the Kinder in the Kinder um. Kendrom is that sticks and stones can't well, might be able to potentially break your bones, but you can if you're clever and outwit them, you can lose it against them and turn to Hupak. It's not quite as a ring to it. it doesn't quite have the ring to it. Good morning. Good morning everybody. How y'all doing today? Well enough. Um, well, rested. well, that's good. Well, as soon as you're all ready to get going, I'm I'm happy to take you across the wastes. Oh, Figure I owe you as much. Oh, that's so sweet. Would would y'all uh, would y'all get up to last night after I left? Oh, you know, I, I went to sleep mostly. Hmm. Yeah. Tall tales. Oh, I really? Think, like uh, what? Oh, I'll, I'll go up to him and just be like, I think, uh, I think, uh, Levna and Ness have a little bit of a thing going on, so they might enjoy some privacy. Like, like a, like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing. 
Whew, oh, good. Secrets. You know, that makes a lot of sense, because Ness ain't really ever taken to anybody around here. A lot of the menfolk have tried, but that makes a lot of sense then. I don't think very many of the women folk have tried. It was a good night. It was a good night, and uh, now we're um, we're helping pay for, uh, for our meals this morning by... How good? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to ask uh, Sir Levna. Um, he takes a look at Levna with the scar, putting on her armor slowly, kind of like looks up. What? Another uh, ma'am just saying hello. <laughs> Good morning, uh, sir. Damn straight. Shrink. <laughs> with that, the rest of the morning passes. You set up the tavern. You have a hearty breakfast. Each of you is given a nice, solid portion of a full pie made of root vegetables and various meats that are available in the local area. It's surprisingly tender, to be honest. Kalara spends a lot of time in the kitchen with a mallet breaking down the lizard meat to a nice, soft texture. Even the the most springy and rubbery parts of the beast seem to, to melt like fresh veal or a nice solid cheese in your mouth. And by the end of it, you will all be quite restored. Uh, Kalara, you're going to be able to use that feat to start off the day, so anybody you want to grant temporary hit points to will have them. I believe you get to offer them to how many people? Uh, no, that's specific treats that they have to then oh, eat fair. to okay. get uh, temporary hit points and it's mm. uh, my mistake you go to proficiency bonus so there are only three temporary hit points okay well you'll be able to cook some of those and have them on you then okay okay uh with that you are all prepared to head out back to the army and uh and to the north now, as you're getting ready to head out, Ness gives you a look over and says, I appreciate you agreeing to do what you do. Best of luck oh, out thank there. You. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you for all your um, hospitality. Um, it's, uh, you've got a big heart. Got a lot of space for it. <laughs> Good luck. And if you could do me one more favor, flip the open sign on the way out. Of course. And with that, is there anything else in Hearts Hollow you'd like to do on your way out? I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Uh, um, just a quick reminder, if anybody wanted, I will just remind, this is not me leading you, this is just me reminding because it's been a week. Uh, so there was a there was a magic shop if anybody needs any um, alchemical tinctures. Um, there is a um, there is uh, a blacksmith that I sells used goods. You uh, would there be any way to get magic weapons from this Hearts Hollow? 
Kelly. Mm, probably not. Okay. Magic weapons cool. are hyper rare in Kryn. Yeah, I figured. Uh, so. Best you, you might be able to get a potion or two, but that's it. Yeah. Um, and yes, blog is asking because I have, um, I have a lot of our party loot. We have 900 gold worth of gems. We have six onyx gemstones oh. worth many hundreds is what I have. I mean, you could go, control. you could go by, uh, by lavenders and, uh, and see what he has in stock. Yeah. If we have, uh, uh means like, yeah, potions, I think we have some, see what's yeah. available. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I guess go there quickly now did you say you all wanted to head by the magic sh the major shop on the way out of town like when i brought it up mm. yesterday hazel i saw your eye sparkled a bit i mean i don't expect to need much but it might be good to take a look oh you never know what yeah. you're gonna find in a place like that lavender's all about helping people so he's uh he's definitely a, a bit of a strange one but uh he's a good guy Come on, I'll take you over. It's on our way anyway. Taking you out, he, uh, he'll walk you back up along the curves until you, f you reach, you reach Lavender's shop. Now, Lavender's shop is, Lavender's shop is in the center of Hearts Hollow. It is the, the shop that juts the most out into the expanse. Uh, a large octagonal building uh, that sits over the center of the hollow like a spider climbing out in the center of its web. And um, Clyston will take you out there and will open the door for you. And as he does, the smell of alchemical mixtures, tinctures, the sounds of bubbling, the sounds of brewing can be heard and smelt inside of here. Rampant sounds of, uh, of, of fire, of bubbling, of hissing, of steam, scents of sulfur, scents of strange herbs and bitter concoctions of alchemical dyes and of strange plants fill the air and you can see that there are these plants and beakers and twisting glass tubes everywhere many of the plants are hanging in these kind of um like macrame baskets from the ceiling so much so that you kind of have to like if you if you stay on a pathway in the center of the room there is no problem but the moment you step off of these very specific tiles that lead up to the front till if you are above four feet tall there is a good chance you're going to whack your face on a pot so Riz is no problem Riz you have no like problem <laughs> neither is hazel hazel's gonna be kind yeah, of like, fine. yeah um speaking of uh because it's not obvious with what i'm currently wearing um hazel isn't wearing her red robe right now Ooh. Because last week the dwarf was all like, dwarves don't use magic, blah, blah, blah. So she's mm -hmm. not wearing it because <laughs> she doesn't want to risk that right here. <laughs> that's that's totally fair. Clever so, as you enter, there will be a little sound from above the door of customers here. As a little door knocker hanging above the door is going to let out that noise. 
and then it kind of yawns and goes back to sleep. Riz is going to just stare at the door knocker for a second. The door knocker is going to just slowly bend itself like the metal is refolding and peer down at you with not well it has no eyes but it does have the shape where eyes would be as it kind of looks down at you goes well were you born in a barn shut the door how did you know that she was born in a barn <sniffs> i could smell it and it will slowly merge back into metal. Riz is sniffing her armpits. <laughs> well, that's uh, weird. Uh, now I have to ask a quick question. If I were a, a wizard slash uh, alchemist who made my way out here, what, what voice would I use for this? Are they masculine? Masculine. Feminine? Masculine, but with the name Lavender Jaws, so I can go all sorts of places with this. See, I was going to say very Gandalfy. I was going to say if you can cross Gandalf with Christopher Walken. Okay, there, well, then we're, we're set. We're set. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So you'll you'll hear a voice from the back room. Sorry, what were you saying, Jen? Nothing. All right. Hey, I'll be right out. Just give me a second. And the back door will open and this man will come out that has like kind of like a frizzy like steely copper wool hair that kind of sticks directly up kind of buzz down at the sides to stay out of his ears which are quite prominent he has a long bent nose and a pair of spectacles dangling off the end of it uh, and is wearing a bright purple robe with uh with gold buttons running up the front of it and we'll step out You're all, uh, unfamiliar to me. Welcome to Lavenders. I am the titular Lavender Jals, and I'm very excited to meet your acquaintance. Lovely to meet you, too. Uh, welcome. Your heart knocker is quite, um... Oh, Rusty, I wouldn't pay Rusty any minds. Just come inside and look at all of my wares. They are most excellent, if I say so myself. Uh, what sort of thing? Orintiros is going to nudge, nudge Godfrey and be like, most excellent. Maybe, uh, perhaps, um, your, uh, our knightly friend back at the camp would uh, enjoy this most excellent place. I don't normally help knights, but uh, young lady, you are asking me a question. I sell all sorts of herbal tinctures, alchemical supplies, and magic supplies as well, as uh, I am a very powerful wizard i am uh what is known as uh one of the purple robed mages of high sorcery we are very uh exclusive kalara kind of cuts her eyes to hazel a little and just 
Yeah. Sorry, what color is his robes? His, uh, they are like, well, his underrobe is chartreuse, and the other is a like a bright plum. Very. He's just just staring. <laughs> uh, I didn't uh, by know the way, that there was. He got a this. two on his deception roll. By the way. <laughs> okay. Collage I didn't realize that there was this rare, <laughs> this rare exclusive sect of oh, high wizardry. Of course. I've been out in the northern wastes since I passed my uh, my tests of high sorcery at, um, you know, the place where we do it. It's very secret. So the low tower. Well, yeah, you, you, yeah, you start at the low tower and then you work your way up. Yeah. You know. So how did you find, um, but when you got to the star tower, how was that for you? Oh, you know, a magician never reveals his secrets. What but it kind was... of magician would you say that you are? If you had a I'm... specialty. Uh, mostly aid and helping those around me. I am the I am the most powerful wizard inside of uh, Hot's Hollow. Clara again looks over at Hazel for a moment and just kind of like. <laughs> to be fair, that might be an accurate statement. I'm not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clara uh, doesn't know the difference. <laughs> Hazel, you can make me an arcana roll, please, or a history roll. Specifically Hazel. This is great, by the way. That is a 22. A 22? For either. It's the same amount. This guy, like, is talking a big game, like, he's saying that, but looking at some of the pouches you can see on his waist, looking at some of the, the accoutrements around the shop, you're recognizing a bunch of spell components here that are, like, fairly legitimate. That's not the part that is, is catching you off guard. It's the fact that he has that and is obviously, he's obviously very ignorant. You think he's probably a renegade. Which is exactly the type of person who would be in a place like this. And it's exactly the type of person I was trying to avoid being by leaving the Barton. So, you are a new to town? Did you move into Cooper's old place? We're just visiting. No, just, just visiting. Oh. Strange. So you're saying there's a house open? Yeah, Cooper moved in with his girlfriend. And her girlfriend. It's a weird situation, but who am I to judge? You know, I mean, love makes you do crazy things. That, that's what I've heard. So... What's this? She's just gonna start poking around a little and trying to get, like, an explanation of what he's actually selling so that is that that is deadly nightshade uh it is uh as the name implies uh very deadly um it is good for yeah, rodent and, and pest control uh we do have a bit of a rat problem inside of hearts hollow 
So being able to provide that is true as long as we have food uh here we have uh, this is an alchemical preservative uh it totally safe to be ingested but uh it does make the bread last longer at the cost of turning it slightly black Clark completely safe looking at that closely what is this it's completely i mean it does mix with your bile, and it does turn other things black on the way out, but so long as you know that's what it's doing, you know, just don't let it sneak up on you. Eh? Uh, Hazel is, is going, going to, to look around. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hazel's going to say... look around a bit, yeah. Um, see so if there's can... anything of any value. Sure. Anybody who wants to can go ahead and just make me a uh, perception roll. So I'll oh, look around the area. Riz is, is Riz is looking for that. I was going to, but the amount of confidence that this uh, uh, lavender is installing in Godfrey, uh, I think Godfrey's actually just going to take a step back and just kind of wait by the entrance and not really have much faith in any of these supplies. Uh, I'm going to do supplies. determination for a 19. I a 19? Not great. A 25. So, 25. Okay. Hazel, what we got? Uh, 15. I threw it in 15? the chat, but... Yeah. Sorry, I've got a bunch of windows going. Um, so, looking around, you can see that there's all sorts of uh, material ingredients, basically anything up to, uh, up to about level 3 spells. And you can see that behind the counter in a cabinet kind of out of reach, you will see that there are a bunch of precious gemstones there. Including some that glitter quite brightly in the light of the lamps inside of here. Uh, there also are a few alchemical light sources that are just kind of like glowing with this kind of yellowish white hue that are casting the room into stark shadows. All of you are going to notice that like as you're looking at your friends, their pores are like very visible inside this room. And they're looking a little drawn, like they're under fluorescent lights. <laughs> How are you illuminating all oh, these different colored lamps? Alchemy, my friends. Alchemy. It, it's very useful to be able to combine the natural... Well, I mean, nature. Uh, nature presents us with the basic building blocks of the universe. I just combine them together to create light or perhaps uh, uh, minor healing tinctures or uh, uh, sharper blades, things like healing that. Tinctures and oh yeah, blades. yeah. I've got all sorts of healing potions. Are you in the really? market? Oh yeah, like minor healing. Like I'm not. I am not one of the charlatans that goes around saying that the new gods are powerful and good, nor do I have the power of the king priest of Ishtar. But... Uh, yes, let's see them. Absolutely. So in here, you can see inside of this case, uh, I have... I have five potions of minor healing these will heal you from basic scrapes and cuts perhaps That'll enough be... to save your life 
Hazel. <clears throat> These, um, um, can you, uh, Are these legit, or are we looking at a sort of serpent oil situation here? If you don't, are you trained in magic, my friends? I dabble. Absolutely. So, here, and he'll reach in and pull one out and pop the cork out. Give it a, t a taste. Um, first, would any sort of detect magic actually work on these or yeah. not at this? Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I, I will subtle spell detect magic. <laughs> okay, so subtle spelling detect magic, casting it on that, you will see that it is in fact magical uh, and is glowing with a slight aura of um, healing transmutation. Ooh, I'm mixing up additions now. Yeah, it's, as am I in my head. A few times. Healy magic. It it is it is a potion of healing. It is a potion. Yeah, okay. uh, giving it a quick taste as well, you'll know that it is a potion of uh, of cure light wounds. It's evocation. evocation. It's evocation. I oh. would not have thought evocation. I'm not gonna lie. Fair, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I couldn't like, I mean, not for for this game, but for the other game, I couldn't take it for some things. The other game, uh, panic. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. And I also wanted to ask if, like, the other the other ingredients and stuff that I've I've looked around, like, it seems like he's legit up to a point. Up right? to a point. You think he's basically like, well, you know what he is? He's that guy who's like someone's uncle who's a dabbler. And he's got like a chemistry degree or something like a master's in chemistry okay. and can do it himself. He's never going to be the real deal, but like he makes his own basement beer and it's pretty good. It's safe. It's not quite as good as like what a professional brewer would do, but he's doing a good job. Like okay. he's a hobbyist who can make money at it. He's basically an Etsy wizard. Cool. I was going to say this is like a Sunday market. Yeah. Except he lives in a, in yeah. like a, a hippie community, community kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. He like makes soap. There's also a bunch of soap there. There's so much soap Ooh. in the shop, guys. So much. Soap. Oh, it probably smells and there's sparkle everywhere. Oh, there's yeah. There's there's like glitter bombs. There's like bath bombs too. Bath oils, things like that. I, I was going to say, is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, you're like right. He's certain, the farmer's uh, market wizard. <laughs> okay. Cool. Like I don't, I don't want to to harsh his vibe because he's act. If he's actually doing okay things out here, the northern wastes is. I mean, the northern wastes they could probably use, especially. Could you make me an insight roll. Yeah, I'll do that. That is a sixteen. A sixteen? Yeah, he seems pretty benign, to be honest. Okay. He seems like a little bit of a burnout. And you can see that he's got some mushrooms that are dangling draw on little drying strings that are probably psychedelic. Fair. How much yeah. for the mushrooms? Oh, those <laughs> mushrooms aren't quite ready yet, but I could get you a dose uh, for... Uh, they're, they're kind of difficult to bring in, but 20 steel coins should uh, should do for, for a dose. Deal. 
I, okay. I was going to say, as somebody who knows, I was going to try and chime in, but I mean, he can spend money, that's fine. Or they can spend money. Mm -hmm. But um, as somebody who should know mushrooms. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are, oh, right. he's going to have an interesting night. But also, like, is that price fair? It's a bit inflated, but, you know, it's it's farmer's okay. market prices. Okay, cool, cool. Again, I'm going to pass uh, him the, the um, artisanal value of... It's like buying Qualicum cheese, local talk people. Exactly, uh, right. <laughs> but uh, they're local, dang it. Okay, uh, I'll so take that off my sheet. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll wrap it for you in a little wax paper bag and we'll... So there are two ways to ingest this. The first is to make a tea out of it. Another is to eat it straight. You will not want to do that because it is as bitter as a scorned lover. Perhaps with some chocolate? Tea is probably the best option. Of course, there is always a third option that requires you not to taste it at all. But uh, that is only for the most adventurous of adventurers. Wait, what method is that? Uh, Go on. Up. Up rather than down. Your nose? Why uh, would you lower. want to do that with mushrooms? Why not just put them in, like, the fish pies or something? Are you supposed to, like, put it up your bum to, like, be a clerk to stop something? Uh, no. It will give... It will send you on a personal journey of enlightenment. <laughs> They're toxic oh. and will make you hallucinate. They what will the help you commune with oh. the, the divine. Quick. Oh. Um, well, the mushrooms. I want to stick is there anything I could roll to see if he's blowing smoke up? Uh, um, no, he's talking about putting mushrooms up. You could roll me uh, insight. Do you, do you think that that's a good idea right before we are going to do what we're going to do? I rolled a 19 plus 8. He is saying it with the flat, like, just straight knowledge of someone who has experienced it. He's like, yes. Hazel you... has absolutely known somebody who has done this. <laughs> um, Kalara has treated a mercenary camp. She absolutely knows somebody who's done this too, and she's yeah. had to treat it. So, can, can we make sure you don't do that until after? Who are you talking to? You're buying the mushrooms. But we're yes. just be curious. Yeah, I am and, and super curious. That's also what I'm afraid of. Um, can, can we make sure that we're about to do something very important? Can we just, just, just wait until after? Okay. The effects last about six hours. Depending on physiology. On the dwarf, it would probably be closer to four, maybe three. They are hardier. And stronger of constitution. This is true. On gnomes like an um, hour, though, it doesn't make any sense to me. Weird. Right? Uh, this this is a healing potion. I have five of those. And also, let's see. I have oil of slipperiness, which is very good at making things slippery. I have... Uh, I have a filter, a filter, 
I never know how to pronounce this. I have a love potion, which can I will only sell to people if they promise to use it consensually. It's good for reviving marriage and anniversaries. I would like the potion of slipperiness. It's not a... It, I must warn you, it is oil of slipperiness, not a potion of slipperiness. If you drink, drink it, it, you will have a very unfortunate 12 hours because it also will function as an intestinal lubricant. So only drink it if you want to get rid of the effects of the mushrooms. Oh, oh that'll fix the mushrooms like, like that. I yeah. may know some dwarven tricks that that sounds great honestly let's um yeah so you lather somebody in oil to make them more slippery or you spread it on the ground to make the ground slippery this is true I yes like godfrey's idea yeah i was thinking of just getting all oiled up and he was slippery kinder now you could i must say if you're going to grease yourself up, it does take a while, about 10 minutes to grease yourself up to make sure you get into all of the, the nooks and crannies. I'm a lot smaller like crannies. a human size. Can this have more crannies than you would expect? And even a couple more nooks. Why? Don't you go talking about my nooks like that? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to overstep. My best friend is a Kenda. Oh, which one? Which... Uh, Finkeldump. His name is Rusbeck Finkeldump. We're hey. all friends. Oh, you know him! He's usually down at the Salt Lick. That's where we met him. Oh! I performed last night alongside him. I don't go to the Salt Lake very often because, you know, I'm on. I'm in, in a program. Oh, I was gonna say you got kicked out. I chose to leave of my own volition. So I've also got uh, potions of climbing made out of uh, authentic lizard scale they'll help you climb uh just make sure that when you're at the top you have plenty of time to come back down that happened once to uh to a friend of mine god rest his soul oh he didn't die from the potion he slipped in the tub completely unrelated they will they will like a month apart i have oh, to okay. assume uh and then i also have uh the potions of healing as i said but also i, I do have poisons which should only be used for rats and other vermin uh we know i don't some think rats. anyone here is sure. uh, interested in poison and then I have po potions of resistance. Uh, unfortunately, and he'll hold up this kind of like swirling rainbow patterned 
like glitter potion. I never really managed to figure out which one. So it it kind of decides for you when you drink it. That sounds entertaining. Yeah, we should have that. Yeah, we need to get that. We need to get that. Sorry, I was so excited. I was just uh I was muttering to myself under my breath. Or did you cast a silence spell on me again, Hazel? Oh, you can cast magic. Excellent. Uh so you know about the are you going for your purple robes as well? Okay. Is this gonna be a hand over Zira's? Mouth as she disappears into the the plants. <laughs> so... <laughs> Whoops. So, um, besides that, I also have some admixtures that I've been attempting to stabilize, but cannot tell you what they do. Uh, they could do wonderful things, or they could do very bad things to you. But as for these, you seem like nice folks. Normally, I would charge uh, as much as 100 pieces of steel. For you, I'll do 80. The potion. And oil. Again, does that seem like a reasonable... Make me an insight roll. Cool. Uh, 14? 14? It's a little pricey. But, I mean, you haven't been to that many shops that sell this type of thing. That's true. It's not dissimilar to what was being sold by um, by the shop in Calaman if there were any potions there. But, I mean, it seems like the ingredients are a little easier to get if they follow some of the some of the alchemy that you know about. Okay. Um, what if we do a bulk order? We buy at least four of them? What do you, what do you think? I feel 50. like... Can you do like a, a buy five, get one free or something? Buy five, get one free. Uh, four times fifty, uh, four times eighty presently would be three hundred and twenty steel pieces, and then the four would be four hundred. That is, that is a, a, a negotiation that we should enter into, I suppose. Uh, go ahead and make me a persuasion roll. Anybody who's trying to push it. So who okay. wants to be the prime? I will Can help Orontiros. Yeah, I was going to say help Orontiros. Okay, you guys are going to try to help Orontiros haggle? Yeah. yeah. How does the help thing work? You'll have advantage. Uh, so Kalara, looking around, you're going to see that there are quite a few gems behind the bar. Including diamonds. Oh, also, we have 921 regular steel as well. Just have that in my inventory too. Ooh, I rolled a two and a twenty. A two and a twenty. Nice. Na so natural. If 20 you want or... the actual number, yeah, nat at twenty. 
But if you want the actual number, I do actually want, yeah. that is enhance. <laughs> Persuasion <laughs> is plus eight. <laughs> plus eight, 28. Okay, nice. let me roll to see how well he resists. You know, if you want the bulk deal, selling them for 50 is a bit is a bit less than I can probably do. But between your friend's offer and your offer, I'm sure we can find a middle ground. So how about we say, if you buy these four healing potions, I'll throw in the fifth one. And the oil would normally be a hundred. So you can take all of them for 350. All, all the potions? With the, the five potions and the one oil of slipperiness. 350? 350 steel coins. Um, yeah. Do we want any anything else there? Or is that good? Well, um, are those diamonds? Uh, yes, indeed. I also harbor all manner of precious stone. Um, do it. what sort of quality are they? They are pretty fine quality. Here, he'll pull a key out of his shirt and we'll unlock the case pull it out and set a couple of the diamonds down in front of you. They're each about the size of like, about the size of a hazelnut. Okay. A couple of them are the size of like a chestnut. And they sparkle quite brilliantly in the lamplight and the uh, the alchemical lamplight. Okay. Um, can she sort through them and try and figure out which ones would work for Revivify, which is diamonds worth 300 gold? Yeah, absolutely. And she'll try and pull out a couple, potentially, and see what she can get them for. Are you interested in buying diamonds? I don't do settings here if you want them on a ring or a pendant oh, or a um, piercing. No, I'll use them for something. Oh, excellent. Uh, so those there are... Uh, those are 500 steel coins. Uh, typically, I have a feeling you're going to try to negotiate with me. You have that kind of face. I don't know if that... Is that a good thing? I bad? think so. Oh, well then. Thank you for I'm, the I believe in mercantilism. She's going to try and haggle by starting at 200. <laughs> at to 200 make me a persuasion oh, yes i mean you see the flaws here and here the only flaw that i see is in your your offer well what would you consider more reasonable make me a persuasion roll <laughs> riz can riz aid kalara by how are you going to aid how are you going to aid some of the orange gemstones that I'm we going have to what about a trade I'm also going to stand close to Clara and just kind of look nervously and be like, oh, diamonds, those are, those are expensive. You really, really know your diamonds, huh? 
What'd you get on that, Christine? Dirty 20. Okay. She's going to kind of look at Godfrey and be like, Don't help me either. Is that every favorite gemstone? Listen, son. Every girl likes diamonds. And most boys do too. You would look pretty spiffy with a diamond ring, Mr. Knight. This one guy I knew used to go to billiards halls wearing these big diamond rings and he would he was he was bad news but he looked real good anyway the trade the trade is probably a good idea those are uh those interesting gems you've got there Aye, we found them from the depths of a old sh- altar. Are you and from we Kenderholm? Aye, yeah. You've got a s- strong accent. It's very m- melodic. Oh, thank you. Don't know why I changed it right there, but yeah, that, thank you very much. I just appreciate people with different ways of speaking so those gems you have certificates you have certificates of um I can write them for you oh well they were ethically sourced I assume they were what ethnicity do you think I used to source them This one's all you, Clara. <laughs> Dwarves. I use... I, I mean, dwarven labor is as ethnic as you want it to be. Wait, did you say ethnic or ethical? Yes. Yes. Either way, dwarves. Always dwarves. <laughs> if you... Like, I don't even know why we're talking about this. If you need something mined, you ask the dwarves. Oh, mm, interesting, interesting. And what I do you think of the elves? I'm wearing makeup. Stop. <laughs> it's just—is it just the Christopher Walken saying the the dwarves? Go, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I desperately. Well, I desperately look up how much gold. How much gold were these worth? Nine hundred. Nine hundred. I have it in my character sheet. Ah, there it is, right there, literally on the page. Okay. Didn't believe me when I said nine hundred earlier. So those are very nice stones. Aye. (laughs) Did you source them from dwarves as well? No, we uh, we got them ourselves. But technically, did your friend here, points at Hazel, find them? Yeah, but that was one dwarf, not dwarves. Well, you've got me there with the semantics. (laughs) Yep. Never let it be said that Lavender 
does not admit <laughs> when he has been overwhelmed by logistical linguistical arguments. It's a good name for a song. Logistical linguistical arguments. That is not remotely what. That's I said. not what he said. <laughs> But I'm sure that it sounded good inside of your candor brain. Uh, yeah. That is not me slamming you. It is a, a mystical, magical thing. Oh, yeah, and it's a bit smaller, too. Yeah, I mean... Maybe. I've seen... Well, we're missing the part in the brains that you, most humanoids have, apparently, because apparently we don't... Oh, the fear. lizard brain. No, the fear brain. Yeah, that's Wait, the lizard. The lizard brain. Wait, are you being lizards? They do look a little lizardly. Well, that you too. You're also something. Oh yeah. I forget what you said you were when we walked in the door. <laughs> a wizard. I'm <laughs> a wizard. I'm not a lizard. I, I'm a wizard. <laughs> oh yeah, but I um. I, I, I can we really be sure? I don't remember what you look like. Oh, to be able to lick my eyeball right now to freak <laughs> you out. Trade me. What? What these... race was he, Kelly? He's human. He's human. He's <laughs> cool. human. I the thought dude? so, but I didn't remember. You're <laughs> a wizard. Hazel. Hazel, you're a wizard. Cal, no, you brought this upon us. I should be charged it's... with crimes against... Yes. Crime. Crimes against yes. dwarves. Crimes against I hate dwarves. you all. Tears and false lashes feel fucking weird. Okay, alright. All right. Back into... So, I will take your nice. entire stock. I will take your entire stock. Of, uh, so you can take three of these diamonds. I will do a flat exchange. Three of Wait, these. But they're special diamonds. I mean, special gems. They're very special diamonds. Could I get uh, like a little one for for um, like to put in my ear? Uh, I. You're a very nice, Kenda. But I'm not in the habit of giving away diamonds to anybody. No, but you see, these gems are worth so... They're worth like a little bit more than three diamonds. They're special. Alright, make me a make me a deception roll. <laughs> Can I, uh... Deception? Deception, huh? <laughs> oh, That's I my highest. I... You may roll with rolled... advantage because of Cal. Oh, thank you, Cal. I rolled a seven for that first one. And then I rolled a nine. Plus six is fifteen. Six? Look. I... I'm sure that they are very nice gems. I will give you a discount. For your ear, a diamond about the size of a pea. Yeah. For... 50 coins. Unless you have other gems. 
or other okay. things to try. Heroes will pull out that prism that depicting <laughs> a magic, like a, a, a dancing girl. Oh, that they got from the curiosities shop. What? What is this? It's a, a crystal. Nothing more. <laughs> but if you hold it this way, it will show you your dreams. My my dreams. And uh, yeah, he's gonna hand him the uh, <laughs> the prism and and uh, cast prestidigitation. Oh. To make it do what? To make it seem like he's in a dreamscape with a long lost love. And I know that's not what Prestidigitation Pris does, but Orintiros doesn't know the limits of himself yet, and he's going to okay. try. <laughs> so, so that, but like smaller. <laughs> yeah. It smells. It smells like rose water. Like rose water. And there's a dancing girl inside of this prism. Oh. Oh. The dancing she's, queen. She's showing her babies. Is she young and sweet? Ah. I don't want to look you, at this. Only 17. Oh. If you turn it the other way, her clothes go back on. I don't know. Oh, they do. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. You know what? That is a fair trade. Like my coffee. Ethically oh. sourced. Ethnically sourced from the Kender? Yeah. <laughs> I could so see Kender as like Coffee roast roasters and <laughs> my second favorite Kenda. Huandel Bump Valdez and his trusty goat. <laughs> I already said my favorite Kenda. He's my best friend. Finkle Dump. <laughs> What's funny about the Finkle Dump? Razira, stop laughing at Finkeldump's name. He's named what? after an honorable kinder tradition. No! Well, yeah, you I can thought have my song of the Finkeldump Festival. No. Remember the dumping of the Finkels? Oh, oh, how they dump the Finkels down the hill and the children have to dodge them. Was that I heard the song echoing last night? That was you. Guilty oh. is charged. Well, I think that I will take the prism in return for this tiny diamond. And I will hold close this tiny dancer. <laughs> Is there anything else? Magical? Well, you see, I'm, I'm pretty much a material girl, so um, 
I think I'll take my diamonds because they're my best friend. That is fair. We are living in a capitalist hellscape. <laughs> you live in a hippie commune inside of a mountain. Yeah, I moved here <laughs> to get away from the rat race. Or just rats. Very, very <laughs> literally, I was working as a rat jockey. You? How big were these rats? Oh, okay, everybody. Does everyone have everything they need? I'm pretty big. That's all I will say about that. <laughs> the the legal rat races, underground rat races. <laughs> Okay, Riz will hand over the gems and the steel coins. Excellent. Clink, 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 clink. Is there anything else you would like? Do no, you... I think we've had just about enough of, of this. <laughs> I also have diamond dust. If you like your diamonds ground. Uh, I which, can... which is different than <laughs> sky diamonds. Which is oh, what you will be diamonds. seeing with the mushrooms. Oh, right. We got that as well. Oh, we're going to have quite a night. I need to find a post. So then I can stick this diamond on a post. And then I can stick it on my ear. Oh, I have one. Oh, lovely. Oh, you pierced my ear later. Aren't heroes. I also can sell you some rubbing alcohol to sterilize the piercing oh no he's got he's got his you've got magic. ethanol he's got elf i have elfenol. elfenol made of real ass godfrey's gonna just kind of quietly ask is there a use for diamond dust oh yeah magic a famous from about 25 years ago putting it on your skin with glue What? Your skin with uh, glue. Yeah, so I you glitter, you shine like a you shine like a diamond. Godfrey's just gonna back up out of the store. I've Hazel been is some... literally just standing there like this, trying <laughs> to not laugh. <laughs> to some wild parties. So You seem you... like you're good to party with. Yeah. Oh, I'm the best. Oh, but we have to go, don't we? Unless, and Orantiros is going to turn and, and look at <laughs> Hazel. Unless we're spending one more night here. We have to go. I also have special herbs from Kenderholm. Oh, if you got on. some, like, long bottom leaf to you. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> I think we've had enough long bottom leaf for, for today. It seems like you're pretty giggly already. You know what, Sharon? Let's get the long bottom leaf. Too. <laughs>
I have what to ask. Done? We're just going to get Are any of you, you... None of you are town we're guards. We're not narcs. Right? No, we're not narcs. <laughs> you have to tell Do me. Do we look like town <laughs> And he turns and looks at Godfrey. He looks at turns and Godfrey and Orantiro stands in front Godfrey. of Godfrey, Godfrey and then goes, Do any of us look like town guards? Godfrey left. He, he quietly oh. walked back out of here. Now that the now that the narcs are gone, we're good. That guy. Oh, where's Levna? Sir Levna like stepped out at the beginning. She's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Like that guy looked like a knock. Yeah, but no. we're trying to reform him. How much do you want? Like a little baggie, or do you want like? I also you have, have them pre pre done in like almost like sort of like cigarette form. Oh no, you would be no, no. We take pipe. it in the no no. You got to take it in the wizard pipe. That's the best. Oh right, yeah. We have to use the pipe. Now, do you mean take it in the wizard pipe, or like I was suggesting <laughs> no. earlier, no. and take it in the wizard pipe? <laughs> do you mean I? Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, you give me, you you give me. Ten steel coins. I'll hook you up. Hazel, um, do you have ten steel coins? I don't worry. I've got ten. I've got lots of steel coins. You hear like oh, a bunch yeah. of clinking in Razira's bag. Bag. Give him fifteen and ask for the good stuff. No, I'll give him eleven because then that brings us down to a nice round number. Oh, that's uh, even 11. more important than profit. <laughs> right. So here, eleven steel. I'll give you this as well, and he'll hand you a hand-carved wizard pipe. All right. Like the end of the pipe is a wizard's head, and it has a little hinge. So like it doesn't look like a pipe. It's got like a big wizard hat at the end of this like pipe. Fuck! I love this. Blow into the pipe. Whoa! And as you do, as you blow into the pipe, the hat goes. And like uh, claps on it. That's really cool. Um, hold on a second. I'm just trying to find my thing. So quotation mark, long bottom leaf. In quotations. Bottom leaf and wizard pipe. Okay. That is a special of Bam the Bard. Oh, he's a bard now. I thought he was a wizard. Oh, no. You don't... Don't sauce your candleleaf from wizards. You'll have the... You'll have the munchies. You want to go with a bard. So you'll still be lucid. More of a... More of a body bliss. Really. Instead of a bardy... Break? Yeah, sure. You're the customer. <laughs> you know what they say. So, all transactions are final. <laughs> and with that, what? <laughs> we bid you good day. And with yeah, that, you uh, you all head outside just in time to see Clyster being like, "Y'all have been in there for quite a while. Y'all okay?" Hazel's just red faced, I think, with like tears running. Find <laughs> just my diamonds. Like... Oh yeah, here you go. 
Pass oh, over three you. diamonds. Okay. This will be useful if any of you die again. Wait, what? Wait, what? You guys have died before? What? Only a little. They've almost died. Close enough. But is I that like get back up really dead, easily. or is that can you actually like from from the dead? Uh, well, I mean, as long as I get to you within a minute. What yeah. happens after the minute? You die. Die. Oh snap! And I, I can't help you at that point. It's he, but if it's before then, you can bring us back. Oh, I thought you were buying those for Godfrey. Oh, I mean, if he gets stabbed, yes. Thank you. I get stabbed a lot. I mean, if any of you get stabbed and die. Well, y'all, I think if you're ready, I can take you back to your camp now. All right. I think we could probably be there. Well, I mean, it's about 11th bell now. Well, depending on what time they, they do it, we could probably be there for lunch. Before Oren Kiros uh, leaves, I've been reading the spell Plant Growth. And it yes. kind of like enriches in an area. Let me quickly bring it up. Mm hmm. Yes, Plant Growth. The growth of a plants. That growth. Yes, plant growth oh, can plant be growth, used. Uh, the growth. Yeah. And it the says um, there's long term benefits. Yeah. All normal plants in a hundred foot radius centered on that point become thick and overgrown and a creature moving through the area, blah, blah, blah. But you can exclude. Uh, sorry. Oh, that's if you cast it over eight hours, you enrich the land. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to do hours. like a big casting. That's like a big like ritual. Oh, yeah. if wow, you come back and you can you can plant. Yeah, so you can start your the chat thinks you're starting a grow up, but <laughs> what? <laughs> well, Orange it's legal in the northern waste, guys. That's Canada. <laughs> the oh northern waste. The northern waste is totally key. Ouch. My truth. My my truth organ. Your truth okay. organ. Carry on. Alright, so uh with that you head out to go and meet up with the rest of the army. Which I think after that scene is probably a good place for us to take a quick break, folks. Um we'll be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Hey y'all. I'm Jen, and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series. If you're new to Mage, or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Hello and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. The trip back takes you a bit of time. But, true enough, Fleistrin is right. You're back before the ending of the last lunch at the camp. You make your way into the side of the encampment that's been hastily set up by Derrett and his crew. 
tents dot around the horizon and scouts beckon you. Well, pardon me, they herald your approach. Before long, you find yourself standing amidst all of the many, many tents and peoples here as Darren approaches you besought in his full armor. My friends, I was worried when you didn't ar arrive last night. How is everything? And you've brought a new friend. Hi. Uh, well met. Sorry, sir. Derek, we didn't mean to worry you. We needed to, to save somebody and... Well, we, we're ready now. In hindsight, we probably should have used the Fargab to let you know that we weren't missing. Fair. So, come into my tent. We have much to discuss. Leading you inside of his tent... Oh, and yes, Dalamar met you at the end at the exit. Yes, Dalamar was there the entire time. <laughs> I just oh, remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he was it's, a spy, he'd be having a, a great men. time. It's a two and a half men meme. I think we're missing something. No, Dalamar should Dalamar. soccer practice and uh, in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, going with with Kleistron and Dalamar and Levna. I think that's everybody. We forgot Kevin, but that's fine. Kevin! No. Kevin sucks anyway. Yeah. Kevin! Yeah. Setting up those traps around uh, Hearts Hollow. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so with all of that, uh, you will arrive and uh, head inside of Derrett's tent. So, we've done a preliminary search of the area around us, but there isn't much... Uh, well, our scouts could have seen more um, for my comfort. What have you discovered? Um. Uh, who is this new friend of yours? Uh, perhaps. I'm a gad. Oh my, my name's Clastron. He's, uh, well-versed in the the ways of the Northern Waste and yeah, hopefully can the... uh, lead us closer to it quickly. Yeah, he's, he's a local. Well, um, I could also take you to that camp up north where they were them where they're holding them prisoners. How large is the camp? Um, a couple dozen of them, maybe. Maybe maybe a dozen. Really not too many, but some of them big, big scaly buggers. So we should get like a small strike force and just cry and go in there real fast and quick. I, I, I think um, they got them captured. They could probably keep them as hostages if they saw the army approaching. My thoughts exactly. Do you feel comfortable leading a strike force? 
perhaps to uh, extricate, extract. Uh, we'll go we with are extract. The strike force, right, Ludman? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a strike force. After the night I had, I want to hit something. Well, let's not get too hasty. Perhaps we should go in. Uh, well, you should go in, I suppose. Uh, with a bit of stealth and guile. Um, retrieve the things that you're looking for and then get out. And then if need be, the army can tackle the rest of the encampment. Save the prisoners. Get That's them out. That's a reasonable plan. I agree. Beyond that, have you learned where the city of Lost Names is? Ooh. Believe uh, yeah, we have. Actually, yeah, we have. Um, boy, if I, f I, I marked it down on the map right here. It just let me pull out the map. Dalamar will kind of lean in from the door. If needed, I could be of service. He leans over and points where you unroll the map. I thought that was a subtle thing, so you could. To the best the of, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, I believe it is at the giant's spine. Good. If you feel comfortable taking care of the camp, then I would be able to uh, uh, to move the army toward the gut giant spine. From here, I think it would probably take us um, two days. Or we could come along with you. No, I think you should. Um, I think it's probably better. We don't said we don't want them killing hostages. Do you want us as backup nearby? I'm not certain how many scouts they have, but. I, um, so friends, look at the rest of our party. Friends, what do you say? Do you want the army to back you up at this camp carrying clay? Or do you want us to meet you at the giant spine? I think you were right about perhaps a smaller strike force that can move more swiftly or stealthily. might be able to aid with that especially if we move at night we would well. have to I, I think it's safe to say too that uh, with our army this large that they probably have seen that we're here the army moving towards uh, the giant spire might also be enough of a distraction Mm. If they see it on along the way, I'm thinking. Agreed. Um, well, with that in mind, then I I'll mobilize us uh, once we find a way down from this plateau. <laughs> uh, well, you probably just want to go around the the western side. There's a bit of a 
a bit of a, a gradient that'll take you down, uh, like a natural one. It kind of winds back and forth. Number of goat paths. I thought goats were able to climb a 35 degree angle. Actually, it's closer to 15, but yeah. Mountain goats are. Um, but these are just, well, these are just, you know, <laughs> ugly northern waste goats, the big furry kinds. Plateau goats. Well, I mean, I suppose. But I mean, that'd be like saying that you're a plateau elf right now, just because you ended up on top of this plateau. Maybe you, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wound you. Are you all right, sir? Are there plateau dwarves? There are hill dwarves. So if there are mountain goats and mountain dwarves. Wait, why are you mounting a goat? Oh, don't, don't act like you misheard me. What? I'm on to you. Oh, ignore us. Um, uh, assuredly. Sir Levna, Godfrey, Kalara. Is there anything that I can do for you to help your advance? Maybe we could stock up on some more rations. Um, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure anyone that we rescue from there might, uh, might need some food. Um, well, if that's all, then already the army. We, uh, we've had a bit of a lazy day, thanks to waiting for you to return. So thank you for that. <laughs> well rested. A full belly helps a man fight harder, I find. Or I, I mean, uh, a soldier. I have to watch that. <laughs> Gendered language working it way and, uh, its way into my lexicon. <laughs> I've also been trying to stop saying guys. Instead, I guess I was trying for fellows, but I suppose that is also uncouth. Friends? In Salamnia are not all people dudes? So yeah. in Salamnia, all people are dudes. Yes. What a most uh, a most excellent insight, Hazel. Hazel, you I am speak Salamnic? I'm well-traveled. <laughs> it's true. You can pick up a few things every once in a while. Well, so long as you put them down, eventually, Ruzira. Eventually. They get to where they're, they're meant to be. I'm just borrowing them. All right. We met an interesting person that I think that you would think is most excellent. Oh, yeah. Really? Is it this one? Hi. Or yeah, perhaps yes. your, your friend there? Hello. Oh, no, not, not him. That was quite rude. Dalamar Argent, by the way. Uh, pleasure. Um, uh, uh, Sir Derrett of Vogler. Pleased to meet you. Um, I suppose it's time to, uh, to head out. Best of luck at, uh, Camp, uh, Carrying Clay? I, um... Oh, would it be possible? Uh, I don't know how we're going to get there, but maybe if we could have a few extra horses. So if we do, if we are carrying people back and they're injured, 
Oh, we don't yeah. really have any horses. Oh, we've all just been on foot. Okay, good. Never mind. That was quite silly of me then. Horses. Uh, I've never really gotten used to the idea of horses on boats. It just seems like trouble. I've never really gotten used to the idea of horses or boats, so that <laughs> makes sense to me. I get that from a lot of dwarves. Is this like something that most dwarves are like uneasy around water? I suppose there aren't really any sea dwarves that I've met, at it, least. It's because they're so small and dense that they can't swim. You know, like there's some dogs that can't swim because they're so muscular. Are you calling Hazel a dog? No, I'm calling Hazel like like muscular. Oh, fair. I was going to go a different direction, but all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you slide with muscular. Oh, I had just assumed that there's no lakes and oceans in the mountain. Oh, that too. Usually, yeah. I suppose that we could sit here and debate the uh, presence of underground lakes and riverways for a while, but um, I should probably mobilize the army, friends. Um, head to the mess tent and supply yourself with whatever you would like. Thank you. May the gods be with you and uh, the goodness of Kryn. And with you. Good Shall luck. I? Of course. Hopefully we'll uh, be meeting up with you soon. Oh, and uh, Sir Godfrey. Well, Godfrey. Uh, he'll offer a hand out to you. I'll clasp his back. He'll like pull you in and give you a pat on the back. Excellent work, my friend. Levin told me about the dance. Ha! He'll whiz, kind of say it to your ear like away from Kalara. Uh, Godfrey will go quite red about that and just... Uh, thank, th th thank you. I look forward to seeing your fancy footwork soon. <laughs> good. good. <clears throat> Lots of drill practice. Let's go. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'd like to drill something. Zero. <laughs> All right. You acquire your rations. And... Anything you would need, any basic supplies. And then, directed by Kleistern, you head to the east. The walk takes very little time at all. It's about, about 14 miles away from where you are, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But between Kleistern's directions and your gift from Habakkuk, you are there, nearby Camp Carry and Clay by mid-afternoon. As you approach the camp from a distance, you can smell rotting fish and burning flesh hanging thick in the air. A fortified camp sits atop cliffs jutting from the center of a muddy lake. The camp is ringed with immense bone spurs, with makeshift wooden walls between. A wooden palisade surrounds a camp composed of tents, huts, and a crooked watchtower. Dozens of dragon army soldiers keep watch around the camp. You're quite a distance right now, so you don't have to worry about necessarily being spotted 
from the vantage point that you're at. Clystern takes you to a nice vantage point that gives you a bit of uh, a bit of a normal, like a bit of a vantage point. Okay. I think it would be a good time. Well, I suppose I should ask all of you. Should I? Should we try to shroud ourselves as we move? I think that's a good idea. Um, maybe we can come up with a uh, a plan that we can stick to uh, for sneaking in. Be one with the wind, Godfrey. He's going to you move some ashes across Godfrey's forehead like uh, and say Simba. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I didn't think there were that many people here. Maybe they were. They were. Uh, oh, it's you. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless you. I don't think they heard me. Uh, there weren't this many when I was here at the night. Maybe a bunch uh, of them sleep. Maybe. Um, also, if anything, this will help us get the drop on them. Yeah, if you don't want to, also, you, like you've led us here, you are by no means obligated to 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 do this fight. Just want to let you know that. Keep safe, and if any, if any of the other prisoners run out, and we don't, try and guide them to safety. Uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna go in there in the first place. I was just leading y'all here. Good. Dalamar leans forward and looks. Agreed. I'm willing to take you as far as need be for you to guide me to my location, but two dozen dragon army soldiers is a bit beyond what I'm willing to pay for unless we absolutely have to. I mean, you're Alamar. a magic person. Alamar. Mm -hmm. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come, come on. Okay. Well, could you? Um. Sometimes I know, like Hazel, can make people do things a little bit extra with magic. Could you like give us anything to help? Do you have any spells that you could cast that could maybe help us win this fight if you're not going to actually be there? I'll go in, but I'm saying that we probably shouldn't go. Here's the question. Are you going in during the day or night? Because I do have something that might be able to help, actually. We should probably go in at night. Well, it's about yeah. four o'clock in the afternoon right now. Oh, if it wasn't night, now I just feel silly casting. <laughs> you could have been preparing it. Yeah, well, I'm preparing it. Let's see. I feel like night work. might make it harder for them to see us right away, and we might be able to slip by some of them a bit easier to maybe deal with some of them first before the others, so they're not all attacking us at once. And... <clears throat> and do we wait for night? Hey. Good. Does anyone have any playing cards or anything? Um, no, but I got, um, I got this 
Oh, actually, I do have an ornate old deck of cards that has uh, Lord Salt on it. Hmm. So All Rizzo right. pull out the, the deck of cards. You can play. Uh, you know All through right. Jagan do you, Delamar? Of course I do. I'm Dealer. Hi, I'm Dealer. Fine. I'm Oren Tiros. Hmm. I didn't know you were a father, Oren Tiros. Then again, you are a bard. You probably are, even if you don't realize it. <laughs> a bit of time will pass. And slowly enough, the the night will settle over. As you wait, darkness will settle in, and slowly the camp will begin to trickle down. The dozens of soldiers will become just a few. As so most of the troops head inside their tents. I have an idea. It might be a little bit stupid, but I was wondering if... Like, some of us who are very sneaky, if we go in and we, like... I'm assuming the tents have, like, flaps, right? Mm hmm Yep. Can they be tied? Uh, yeah. Most tents can. Cool. I was wondering if maybe if we can, if we can try and, you know, tie some tents together. So then, at least when they, if they hear commotion... If, when eventually they hear the commotion, because let's be honest, we're probably going to make, we're going to go a little bit fuss. When they hear that, they take like, you know, an extra like six to ten to twelve seconds trying to undo all the knots to get out of the tent. Might be a bit, um, bit of a sunk cost fallacy at that point. Okay. Good thinking, though. Good start. Okay. I guess just prepare as much as possible and then head in. Oh, How are we getting ahead? How are we headed in? There's a bridge across the front, and then it's in the center of a lake. So either we have to swim or we take the bridge. Swim yes. would make noise. Hmm, not that much noise now. No. Oh, it depends on our ability to swim. Also true. I'm sure Godfrey and Levna could run at the on the bottom of the the lake. Or maybe... How about I just stand on Claire your shoulders, Orantiros? Maybe Galera could do that water thing again. I don't know if that's or worth it, though. That. Isn't that quite a big magic? Probably. They likely wouldn't be expecting that, though. Oh, no, they would not, totally. But I guess that's up to... What Kalara thinks about that, using that sort of spell. 
What say you, Kalara? Was that taxing? Sorry, what? The spell in which you and the others were able to float or walk on water. Well, that wasn't that bad. We c can you cast that right now? Um. Let me check. <laughs> if if Clara can do that, I do have it ready. Um. Can you? How? How much could you use that? Can you do that multiple times? Uh -huh. Or two? What so. if we ignore the front and the bridge, sneak in, and try and find out where the prisoners are kept, sneak in there, and then leave the same way? In and out and get this on the prisoners so that they can run across the lake too. Oh, or better yet, potentially we try and cause a bit of like magic distraction out by the bridge and that way we know maybe some guards won't be watching they'll be more distracted the best thing that we can do is not be seen in the first place rather than distraction I, well, I mean, if you very... blew up their bridge, they couldn't leave the island. Unless they can no, swim. That is true. If you let me stay behind, I could take care of that, but that would be a last-ditch effort. We need reconnaissance. Which of you is... the stealthiest? I'm going to regret this, aren't I? Dalimar says. <laughs> well, Miss Kendo. Are you ready for me to become your best friend? Oh, I thought we already were friends. Yes, but this is going to make me your absolute favorite. I need you to go over there and do as much reconnaissance as possible. Stay out of their searchlights. Hazel, do you have the ability to cast invisibility? Mm. No. Unfortunately, I can only do one thing at a time. Invisibility is much shorter, so... You have ten minutes to do this, Razira. Okay. Let's go. Don't get caught. I'm not going to get caught. Luminous Vapus Leviosa. Uh, Razira, Le Dalimar is going to cast Fly on you. What? Uh, Razira is going to be standing there. He's going to cast that, and Razira is going to start floating off the ground. Flying Kender, come with me, and you'll be 
in a world of pure condemnation. Uh, so you Anyways. have a flying speed of 60. <laughs> Where's yours? is going to be like... Scouting only. Hmm? Okay. I, yeah. Okay. All right. So from where you are on the other side of the bridge, you can easily get a sense of the proportions. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are eight tents surrounding a bonfire on the south, as well as a watchtower. Uh, following that, there are another, uh, another nine tents to the north surrounding another bonfire. Um, and can I get you to do me a favor mm -hmm. and make me a stealth roll? Mm-hmm. I believe in uh, you. Uh-huh. I guess the question is, how far away are we, am I from the party? Uh, quite a ways, like hundreds and hundreds okay. of feet. Okay, so my pass without trace does not count. Pass without a trace will not count, uh, but I will give you advantage because you are flying. Wow, I rolled two 11s on there, plus 10 is 21. Okay, that's going to beat their passive perception. Uh, Supplying so over, I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to make me a perception roll with disadvantage, though. Yeah. Alternatively, an investigation roll with disadvantage. Let me see what's better. Investigation or perception? I'll do perception. Okay. 15 and 8. 8 plus 10 is 18. 18? All right. So looking around at this, you are going to see that there is... Um, you're going to barely be able to make out that on the other edge of the bonfires, uh, there there's like a training ground kind of over next to where um, this watchtower is in the center of camp. Now, the camp's roughly set up. It kind of is shaped like a tooth. If you look at it from overhead, uh, but as you look at it, it looks like the top northwest corner um, is a walled area with a very, very narrow access point to it. There's no light coming from inside of it. And you can kind of make out what looks like the shape of cages. Okay. So they're in the the north waist corner, probably. Most likely, yes. All right. Um, Riz is going to look for and see if any of them have a like a key on them. Are you going to fly right down? Uh, not right down, though. With that, you can't tell. You can see that there's like four dilapidated pens. Okay. And that's about all that you notice. Aside um, from the fact that um, there are uh, there are four creatures kind of milling around there. Three that kind of are shaped like those draconians and one much taller, almost um, a bit taller than a human, a bit broader than a human. Kind of sitting in the corner by themselves, kind of uh, just watching. Mm. 
So it looks like there are some jailers there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Riz is going to take... She's going to kind of, like, fly almost around on the wall. Mm -hmm. Just to see if there's any, like, particularly weak spots or, like, good, good places to, like, climb in. So, looking around at the walls, there are 15-foot-high walls made of driftwood. Um, and they're kind of built in 10-foot sections. They're not mm. particularly difficult to climb. They just will slow you down. And the the choke point, does it, does it have any sort of doors on it? Or is it just... It does not. It is uh, a simple, like, L-shaped wall with the joint broken out. Uh, and those walls are also 15 foot tall, like inside the okay, encampment. Yeah. So if you if you did create a bottleneck at the entrance to the prison section, you would be able to pretty easily defend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, can she overhear anything? Make me another perception roll. Um, with... Disadvantage or flat because it's hearing. flat because it's just hearing. Oh, that's a twenty-six. Okay, uh, so you will hear the sound of like a little bit of like strange, deep-throated clicking coming from one of the cages as a large shape kind of moves in it. You'll hear this like kind of echoing deep into the ground. And then you'll hear the sound of a bang against the cage side, and then like the like the strafing of like a tankard against the side of the And then you'll hear this yep. deep voice from the back of the camp, that one strong shaped humanoid go, Oh, I watch it over there. Don't tease the bullet. You'll piss it off. Maybe I want to piss it off. Look at it, it's so weak and captive. I'm going to eat it. You're going to show up is what he is. And get away from there before I turn you hide. Yes, sir. One of the draconians takes a step away. got plans for that one once we break its spirit we can use it have it burrow in behind enemy lines <laughs> be quite a source of devastation at will maybe I'll send it right at those sea elves back at the blue phoenix shrine is that where you're from eh eh You'll hear some mewling from exhausted prisoners in the northern cages. Yeah. And we'll send them right at you. Right at the friends you sold out to save your own skins. You smell Can I see the cage at all? Which cage? 
the one with the bullet in it. Uh, yeah, you can. It is a large cage, kind of um, the. It is the westernmost cage, kind of in the middle of the four. Three of them are along the western wall, and one of them is on the northern wall, to the, metal slightly cages, to the east. I assume. Um, it's kind of hard to tell, but it looks like it looks like wooden metal. All right. Well, actually, looking at it, definitely some type of probably iron. God, I just want to pick the lock and let that thing eat those things. It's um, up to you. But that might might cause a problem. Oh, I know. I know. That's a last cause. I'm mentally in my head, I'm thinking of like Assassin's Creed when you do that in the camps. It's great. You absolutely can, but but it's when you, it's when you do it, that is. Oh, I know. I know. Um, all right. So I think Riz is, is probably getting close to 10 minutes, so she'll probably fly back. As you fly back to your allies, they're just kind of waiting nearby on the southern hills. And you will kind of, like, float down next to them. Mm-hmm. And then the spell will end kind of dropping you on the ground gently. What? Okay. Here we go. And then Riz is going to draw out what she saw. It looks kind of, you know, like, like the map, except she does, like, circles for the tents and so so there's this little like jelly area and then she'll draw the four cages that she saw draw where she saw the, the guys the draconians so in this cage and she points to the one with the billet in it do you guys know what a billet is yes uh hazel would probably know as well given that they're underground monsters uh Pretend that I didn't. It's like the scary burrowing monster. Like, it has a big old mouth and like big carapace and just likes to like eat things. Anyways, they have one in a cage and they're trying to break its spirit. So it's not broken yet. So I was like thinking half to myself that we could just like at some point just open up the cage and lay eat its captors because probably it would be very pissed off at it right now. Would would it risk going after the other prisoners? What are their cages made out of? Uh, the same thing. So, uh, it, you know, we could probably try and get them out first and then maybe try and release the bullet. But either way, we should know that there's the bullet in there and that we shouldn't open it by accident because that might be very bad for us at the time. But a strategic release. Good work. That was really cool, Dalmar. Um, you're right. You're going to be my best friend now and I want to do it always. Maybe we fun. should let it out. Maybe I can have a word with it and convince it we're not worth eating. Yeah, but if, there's also if, four guys in there. Well, not guys, sorry. There's four draconians in there. Well, three if, draconians and one like big beefy-looking person. We let it out first. That might attract everyone's attention. 
If we let it out after, it can cover a retreat. That's kind I of think after is probably the better option, Labna will say. Yeah. Yeah. I could speak with it and regardless of when it's let out, make sure that it doesn't take its the rage it's felt from captivity out on the wrong folk. No, I think that's a good idea. So, All right. so what do you think we do we want to go in from that side scale or go through the wall yeah it looked very easy to climb so if Kalara can cast her water walking thingy we'll walk over there get them try and take out the guards that are there in that in the prison area as quickly as possible and then hold the line at the the gap do any of you magic people have the ability to like create walls or anything. We could try and just straight up, like, lock ourselves in. I could defend a hole, but that's about it. Kalara, how many people can you give the ability to walk on water? Um... Up to ten. Oh. And it lasts Excellent. for an hour. Well. But you have to extend close. Ten of them. How many prisoners are there? Um, was I able to get a good look in all the cages for how many people, Kelly? Um, from there, you think probably like four or five, maybe. Uh, like around four or five people. Okay. What about this? What about the egg? What what, what egg y'all talking about? What, what? Did I miss something? Oh, yeah, the egg. The egg. Um. Yeah, you saw the egg. Yeah, yeah I saw the egg. Um. Uh, did you see the egg, Razira? I- oh, yeah, did I see the egg? You did not. You did notice that one of the tents was a bit bigger than the others, though. Oh. So there was, like, a big tent, you know, like, somewhere like like the the chief or leader would stay, maybe? Maybe it's in there. I could try and sneak and find it. It's probably the best option. We get in close. I have the ability to, um, well, stay out of trouble, basically, or cause some trouble. Shall we go? Aye. Let's go. Orantiros, you were looking to cast, uh, to cast uh... cast without trace okay everyone within 30 feet beautiful every friendly alright before we go then like Kalar will make everybody gather within 30 feet too to cast water walk okay 
And um, the ritual for uh, the, the sigil on Godfrey's forehead from the, the ashes from the campfire uh, was uh, Velicitas or speed. So Godfrey's going to have uh, Longstrider. Nice. All right. With that, you will make your way across the lake. As you walk, you will see that in the moonlight beneath you, swarms of hungry fish with overgrown underjaws, quippers, will be surging. Would have been a very unpleasant swim had you decided not to walk over. Getting flashbacks is doorway, Chris. All right. Making your way up to the camp. You will find yourself on making your way along toward the shoreline. Can I get everybody to make me a perception, or probably a perception roll, uh, a stealth roll with advantage, please? And plus 10 from Orin Tiros. Okay. Levina gets a 1928 because of Orin Tiros. And Dalamar only gets a 23, somehow. Levin is like a Rambo over here. What the hell? I got a 16. Oh. Natural 20. Natural 20? Perfect. <laughs> nice. 38. 30, oh, just a 38. Okay. Just a 38. Just a 30. Casual just 38. A measly. Measly 34. In the long run. After all the bonuses. Okay. You'll be able to make it up alongside of the wall with a little trouble. Fire is crackling inside these major fire pits, providing a bit of warmth, as well as a few minor fire pits over by the watchtower. On the other side of the wall, anybody with a passive perception of 15 or higher is going to hear the sound of what looks like, well, sounds like a little bit of prayer in Elven. Those who speak Elven will be able to hear, Sea Lord, please guide us. Protect us in our time of need. Yes, Razira. Um, so I think Razira, once we get to the shore, she's going to motion that she will. She's going to sneak out the back of the tent, so she will start scuttling along the back wall. Okay. Instead of going over and up and potentially get spotted by lots of people, so she's just going to like sneak around the back wall. Okay. So Razira is going on her own mission while the rest of you prepare. So, what's the plan? Levin is going to say, do we just go and try to sneak it out, or do we try to take him out? Who are you over there? I mean that bottle. Yes, sir. You'll hear from the other side. Shut up, you! You'll hear the elven prayer stop. Enough of that inside of... Inside of my presence. Odd question. Yes. Out of character question. Uh, mm -hmm. Mage hand. Is this hand invisible or is it like spectral? And yeah, so it's like, it's ghostly. Ghostly, yeah. Hmm. I... Oh, look at Levin. 
I wouldn't mind killing a few more of those lizards. I gotta do it quick. Every one of them. Every one of them that's dead is one that can't kill any of us. Um, Kelly, if we if we can, you said this is kind of like a smaller wall. Yes. Well, it's Uh, it's fifteen feet. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. I was gonna ask what the cages look like, but I have not seen them yet. Okay. So we just go over and we just start start killing them? If Razira said that there was this burrowing monster, if we can release it, it runs amok in the camp, might be able to possibly save everyone without having to worry about casualties because knowing these types they would probably strike the captives down before fighting us well they'd have to get the cages open first that's true the cages are probably locked or in Deiros so Hmm. so why did you think you're going to make friends with a with a Yes, that's the plan. Well, fine. You do that. I'm gonna stab somebody, or they can call out for the for the guards. Do you want uh, some help? Yes, stabbing people. Some yeah. help. Being better at stabbing people. Stabbing uh, people. Okay. So we're just we're just doing it. I think Orontiros' idea is excellent. What about... Oh, no, that wouldn't... Never mind. Look, the big thing that we gotta worry about, Levna says, nothing that makes light. At least not until we're blown. Right. The... If we peeked our heads up. Do our stealth rolls count, or is that another contested? Uh, If you peek your stealth rolls up, no, your stealth rolls are really good. So we can kind of just peek over and get like... Mm -hmm. I'll I'll do that as... So you'll get a lay of the camp. I'm I'm going to put it out to to the group, because this is funny to me. Should Hazel haste uh, Godfrey and Lovna or put a 20 foot radius sphere of silence out <laughs> into the main area. The sphere of, sphere of silence is much more useful personally. In, <laughs> in there, you you guys could just fucking kill everyone and no one would hear anything. Yeah. Um, so that might interfere with uh, Orontiris' plan a little bit if he can't talk. Um, no, I mean, I can could... center it somewhere. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So get up and almost over silence and then just go. Yep. Um, I will. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, I will do uh, imbuing touch on Lovna's sword, though. Oh, you know, this magic stuff is going to be 
starting to rub off on me. Maybe I'll be your next apprentice. <laughs> I'm collecting them. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, the plan is to go up and peek over. Silence so that Orangeros can still do the talky thing, but so that as many of the enemies are inside it as possible. Okay, and that's 20 feet. So, yeah. Uh, can I get you to do me a favor? Can everybody roll me initiative? So that we're already set up and ready. Riz, roll it. You'll be on a different on a different area. But so yep. Dalimar and Levna. Oh, Levna has advantage on initiative rolls. I always forget that. Okay, so that is a sixteen. I beat for, somebody. Sixteen for Levna. And Eleven for did, Dalimar. Congrats. Holy crap! You guys rolled awfully. I rolled a nat one. Oh. I rolled a so two. Bad. This is the third two I've rolled. I rolled a three. <laughs> and the Sadly, Draconians and Hobgoblin rolled a 20 and a 19. Floor. Seven it is. And suddenly looks up and goes, oh shit, we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I can have a dragon egg out we and on back the same by page. the time you guys think fight. <laughs> okay. This is amazing. This is so dumb. I love it. Um, so Levna has but top initiative. Everybody but Robin course. rolled shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All of us under ten. Yep. 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 Dalimar. Yep. And I'm twenty five. Guys. 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 Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof is right. Okay. So I've got Godfrey, followed by Orontiros, followed by Hazel, followed by Kelara. Okay. Uh, so Riz, we'll be getting to you in just a minute as you're across, uh, but the rest of you are going to be able to hop up, and Hazel, are they going on your mark? Yeah, um, and I'll, I'll just, before we, we climb up, I'll be like, I will be pretty useless otherwise, but I will keep this up as much as I can. And uh, go on my mark. And then, yeah, I'll do silence and alert them. Uh, I am going to subtle spell it so I don't have to do okay. all the stuff. Silence is going to descend over the area and you'll hear right in the middle of it Look, I don't care what you're saying. I say you're cheating. So go ahead and pick up the dice again or the, A look of confusion crosses what you can see as a hobgoblin's face. And uh, let's go in initiative order right now through down the initiative. Uh, Levna is going to be first at that point as you all climb up top. Uh, and uh, Levna is going to leap down and is going to step up behind one of the Draconians and uh, make uh, two attack rolls. And it's a nat 20. On the first and second. attack? For her first attack is a nat 20 and the second is a hit. Yeah, Levna! Yeah. Holy crap. It's what happens when I remember what Levna's rules are. Uh, 4, 8, uh, 12, 15 points of damage on the first attack. And uh, she is going to step up behind it and is going to just raise her greatsword and stab this draconian uh, twice through the ribs from behind uh, and it is going to drop to its knees uh, in so doing uh, it is a Baez draconian 
Uh, oh, it's down. It's it's down. Uh, she's going to crank it twice up, from behind, and she needs to make a save for the death throws. Uh, and she's going to go stab, stab, and as she tries to pull her blade, it's going to solidify into a statue, trapping her blade inside of it. Uh, Dalimar's turn. Uh, Dalimar is going to hold his action. Uh, Godfrey, your turn. Okay, um, gonna jump down. Uh, see that Levna's, uh, taking care of that one. 10, 15, 25, 30. I'm gonna move past the, um, um, what's it called? Uh, move in front of the, uh, boulette cage past the, uh, the, um, Draconian that's uh, by the thing moving out of its threat zone. Um, if uh, I'm not sure if it can take an attack of opportunity or not yet, but uh, um, if it nope, can, you're it still can... invisible. You're still stealthed. Oh, okay. Great. You have a surprise um, round, so right. Okay, perfect. Um, and so what I'm trying to do is then in that case is get up to the one over here, and then I'm going to action sh- uh, that'll use uh, both of my. Um, my extra action to dash, and then I'll use action surge to attack the one that's by the entrance here and try and kind of wedge myself in the way to block any of them from running out for help. Sounds good. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, 22 to hit. That's a hit. That'll be uh, 16 points of damage. 16 points. Cool. And then a 25... And that's a hit for sure. Uh, Thirteen points of damage for a total of so that's thirteen and sixteen. Okay, how do you do it? In complete silence, I will <laughs> run up to it and just uh, um, like I guess get it from behind and just um, slash it and then uh, like slash it across the back and then come over for the head. Sounds good. Can you do me a favor and make me a strength save? That'll be a 16. 16. All right. Your blade is going to pass through it before it gets wedged. The body is going to hit the ground and start crumbling to dust silently. Um, it is now Orantiros's turn. All right. Well, we, we might have to deal with these these creatures first. Uh, does any one of them look particularly like the jailer? Like, got a big set of keys. The hobgoblin. Fantasy keys hanging. The hobgoblin, the one that the one that's um, the one that's bossing the others around. The hobgoblin looks well armed. Yep, yeah, and he he looks like he's noticed uh, Godfrey. Now, as Godfrey stepped into his point of view, and he's kind of like, what? And they're paying attention to him as he kind of, like, came directly into their field of view. All right. Let's... But it's all silent Mm. on that side of the cage. Shatter is not electricity. Shatter is, like, sonic, 
correct. It's it's Sonic, yeah. Oh, and this the tag is called Thunder. It's Thunder damage, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but um, if if they also have to be able to hear Shatter, which I'm not sure if they do. I'm not sure if it, they exactly, do. yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't work. You gonna uh, go to the bullet, or are you gonna try something different? Gonna go. Yeah, might as well. Or should we take care of these guys first? Uh, going to, sh you know what? Fire a bow from atop the wall. All right, sounds good. Uh, make me your attack with advantage. At the jailer. At the jailer. <clears throat> okay. Make me your attacks with advantage, and don't forget about your magic sword if you want to use it. Oh yes. All right. That is a twenty-two. Uh, that's gonna hit. Roll me damage. That is an eight with the bow. And uh, while he's drawing, before he draws, they draw the bow, um, almost in a throwing action and like one swift movement, still atop the the wall, uh, they're going to hurl the sword and it's going to seem like it misses and mm. it's going to whir to life and attack him from behind after the All arrow right. hits. Do it. It's just the first attack that had advantage? Yes. All right. Well, it's a nat one. Okay. Uh, it is going to whir and is going to uh, fly forward. He's going to reflexively duck out of the way, and your sword is going to get lodged in the draconian that Levna is currently, has her blade stuck in, and they're both going to go... <laughs> one draconian, two blades. One draconian, two blades. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to roll something for that. You know what? There's something good happens. I'm going to spend that right now. Um, your blade is going to slam into the draconian, and the draconian is going to explode from the extra blade impact, but then it's going to fall to the ground, kind of limply. Yeah. But Levna's going to As look if, over uh... you and give you a thumbs up. <laughs> like you meant to do that on purpose. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hazel, it is your turn. I maintain concentration on the silence spell, and that's okay. my turn. Okay. Because <laughs> you know you can I'm cast helping. Other... Okay, cool. That's all you want to do. All right. Because you can cast other things that don't have concentration. Yeah, but those things are like explodey and and stuff, and I don't want to catch shit on fire. <laughs> Sounds good. Um. All right. So. Um, then Dalimar is still watching. Um, Dalimar has a held action that I haven't named what it is, but I'll tell you later if it goes off. Kalara. Okay. So we've got the silence in the prison area. Mm hmm And it's not affecting us outside the wall? It is not. Okay. Uh, we're trying to just get the prisoners out. really sure what to do in this situation. I don't necessarily want to climb over the wall and get into the situation too much because that's the way of good little clerics going uh, dead. Mm -hmm. 
can pop up and take a shot with a crossbow. That's true. Pew pew. This is true. Um, actually, you know what? I think are these considered like humanoids? Yes, I believe. Let me just double check one thing. Draconians are uh, monstrosities. However. Hobgoblins are humanoids. Okay. Have they noticed Levna? Uh, they have not noticed Levna. They're facing the other direction. Okay. But they've noticed something's weird because of the silence. But they haven't noticed us yet? Nope. Sweet. Because you guys Just are acting Godfrey within... Just Godfrey, who has stepped in his field of view. In the... Yeah. Okay. Okay, you guys so they're are probably going to charge barrier. Godfrey in a moment? They're going to charge Godfrey, absolutely. Okay. Um... Yeah, I guess I will just hit them with one of them with the crossbow bolt because I think everything I have is bright. Okay. Well, technically, the the hobgoblin has noticed Orantiros, but he has not noticed you, so your uh, your first attack will have advantage. Okay. I or will at least Orantiros' blade. <laughs> well, Orantiros shot him with a bow, so he noticed that too. Oh, true. He's yeah. Like, silently ace venturing over there um all right make me an attack roll advantage christine uh, 18 18 is going to be a hit Plus your decks. Two, eight. Okay. Uh, a crossbow bolt is going to ping beneath his armor, uh, and impaling him in the in the side, and he's going to snarl up at you. And uh, uh, I think I'll duck that back down below the wall. Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, Dalimar is going to. Uh, Hold his action for emergency purposes. And uh, that is the end of the initiative. Uh, top of the initiative, across the camp, Riz, you find yourself creeping around the way, making your way toward this tent. We're going to say that you're right at the edge of it. And can you just give me one more stealth roll with just your own stealth this time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a 22. 22. Okay, so you're still good, so I don't need to drop into combat with you. So Riz, I'm going to be with you after this next round of combat. I'm going to go through them one more time, and then back to you for your scene, okay? Okay, cool. Yeah, just, uh, cool. Because it would have taken you about that long to get over there, so you're still sneaking. All right. Uh, so the Hobgoblin commander is going to snarl. Uh, and he can't reach you, but he can reach Godfrey. Uh, he is going to snarl silently and is going to charge at Godfrey, uh, attempting to eviscerate him uh, with a roar, well, with a silent roar of pain. Uh, I'm going to spend some Hurt the Morris because I can. I'm going to uh, use Brace so that as soon as he enters my threat range, I get to attack him. Okay. Ooh, uh, 16. 
16 is going to be a miss. Uh, you are going to bring it up. And what's your AC right now? 21. 21? Okay. Uh, that first hit is basically going... To, he's going to bring his greatsword down, and you are going to try to to hit him. The two swords are going to clash silently with a spark. And he's going to snarl in your face and take another swing at you. Ooh, and that's going to miss. But I'm going to hurt them more to attack again. Let's do this. Okay, that's going to miss too. Uh, he lets out three strikes against you. Clang, clang, clang. They are going to be repelled by you as he kind of snarls in your face with a, uh, with a look of rage. And then the remaining draconian uh, is going to rush forward and take a slash at you as well and okay that's not gonna work i must spend another hurt the more just for fun okay uh, the Draconian is going to rush forward and take a couple attacks against you as well. Uh, but using your fancy footwork, you are going to be able to dodge out of the way of that. Uh, we are down to Draconian. Okay. And uh, that is that. Down to Levna. Uh, having freed her, um, her sword from the Draconian, thanks to Cal, uh, or thanks to Orantiros, I should say, uh, Levna is going to turn, look at the, um, look at the side of the cage and is going to just hack it because, hey, why not? That's not a very good hack, Levna. That's, that's not great. Um... Um, so Levin is going to try to force the bars to no avail. Um, and uh, uh, Dalimar is going to just stand passively back and watch because it's not his place to act yet. Uh, he's the emergency protocol. Uh, Godfrey, it is your turn again. Okay, uh, this hobgoblin... I'm going to, let's see here. Yeah, I'm going to try and hit the hobgoblin and let's see. Oh, 28. Uh, that would be a hit. Roll me damage. Awesome. Uh, before rolling damage, though, I'm going to uh, make that a menacing attack. So uh, please give me a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. Okay, that is going to be a fail. It is frightened of me until the end of my next turn. And so disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and it cannot move closer to me willingly. Um, that will end up being um, 18 points of damage to it from that one attack. 18 points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to go at the other one beside it. And uh, that'll be a 19 to hit. That is a hit. 12 damage. 12 damage is a solid hit uh, as you slam your sword into the draconian. That's all. That's all, okay. Orantiros, it is your turn. 
Now it's time to... Oh, I believe I need to uh, pick, retrieve the weapon again. You have to go to... crawl. You have to climb. You have to because go get it because of, the... of that one. Yeah. Would that take any action to pick it off the ground again? No, you could do it as your as your item interact, but you'd have to get to it. Okay. So you'd All have to right. climb up the wall. Hop which, down. Or you're already up the top there, so you hop yeah. down. Hop down and retrieve the blade. Uh, and close the distance to the hobgoblin, which is still up, I believe. Mm-hmm. That is five, ten. One question. Can you... Yeah. You can fire a bow and then move again, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, then going to fire at the back of the the hobgoblin as they're retrieving their blade. All right, so pick up your sword, fire the bow... Uh, fifth, uh, I'm going to use um, determination. determination on that 15. Okay, that's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. Uh, nine. Your arrow sinks into the back of his skull and he falls to the ground. Dead. Nice. What do you do? All right. Going to close the distance uh, with his singing blade uh, leading the way towards the Draconian, still fighting. Okay. Godfrey. All right. So you can make it, I think, just up to him. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, you can make it all the way up right behind him if you want. Uh, just where the, kind of the, where the keys might have, have landed. Oh, sure. You can absolutely go up and, um, and head right next to the keys. Um, all right, Hazel, it's your turn. What do you do? Maintain? Yeah, pretty much. At this point, there's no reason for me to even break out the one spell I was thinking I could maybe do from this distance. Also, I realized 90% of my spells are concentration, so it's not like I could mm, cast much. So That much. Uh, and Kalara, what would you like to do? Okay. Well, I think I might as well try and shoot the one who's going after Godfrey. Sounds good. So there is only... Um, so you he, he is aware of your presence now, so um, you will not have advantage on this. Okay. Uh, that is going to... Dirty 20. All right, that'll hit. Roll me damage. Uh, 10. 10? Max damage. Okay. Um, You are going to slam a bolt into the back of his head, and the draconian is going to stagger forward and belch smoke out of his face into... Um, into Godfrey's. Godfrey, can you make me a con save with disadvantage? Disadvantage? Yep, spending a hurt the more. Oof. Um, that'll be a, a 
That'll be a fail. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a grand total of nine. Okay. Um, grand total of nine. You are going to take that full in the face and slowly feel yourself petrify. No. All right. As you turn to stone, we're going to cut across the camp. Your body stiffening. The enemy encampment is quiet, just the sound of the bonfires as you find yourselves engaged in combat across the way. Meanwhile, on the other side, Riz, you make your way across and up the wall and find yourself at a hut larger than the others in the camp. It's made of hide stretched over a wooden frame with bone spikes protruding from the ground around it. What do you do? Um, I mean, is there anyone around? There is... Yes, there are, actually. The hut is guarded by two of those silvery draconians. As you approach, you can hear the sound of sleeping deep snoring from like one of them or from inside the tent from inside the tent okay um i think rizzle hold off until they like turn around is there like a back flap in the tent there's not but it's easy enough to like get under go under okay yeah like this isn't like a tent with like a lining or something this is just like a tent pegged into the yeah. ground okay cool um, yeah, she will wait until, are the draconians looking like they're doing, like, rounds, or are they just hanging out? They're just hanging out. One of them is standing near the fire, the other is watching the southern flank. I think Riz is gonna try and sneak through, I guess, sure. between them when they're not looking. Make me a stealth check. Cap. 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 That's going to be a 25. 25? With that, you're going to be able to stealth and slowly crawl under the side of the tent. Inside, you can see that there's a large hobgoblin sleeping inside of his armor atop a cot. There's also a desk and an ornate chest. The desk is covered in all sorts of papers. Nearby, you can see this ornate chest with gilded guild reinforcements and a big thick lock okay so um think she's gonna very quietly reach into her bag and she's going to pull out 
her bag of a thousand ball bearings. Mm -hmm. And she's gonna, let's say, you know, a, a, a good enough, like maybe a hundred of them. She's just gonna, like, lay out in front of his bed, roughly like if he swung his feet over, okay. that if, if this goes wrong, hopefully he trips and falls. And then she can murder. Um, <laughs> yes. Casually drops a hundred ball bearings. Gently mm. places them on the ground. Uh, and then she's going to go read. And no, I don't think she's going to read. I think she's going to try and take the papers and put them in her bag all right so go ahead and uh make me another stealth check to try to gather <laughs> the papers without making too much noise yep oh oh i'm fucking genius oh holy shit i'm fucking genius okay go yep. on yeah uh, yeah, I'm gonna do, 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 I'm gonna spend my determination to make that a 18. Okay, so you're gonna be able to gather up the papers. So, yes, don't worry, you guys. Uh, Riz is going to go for the chest. As she grabs it, she's going to swirl her cape and Missy step 30 feet outside the wall. Can you take a chest with you? Uh, with a Kaganisty for a shroud? It's, I think it's just everything you're carrying. Just you can't take another person. Um, but let me look up Misty Step. The chest is pretty big. Uh, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. It doesn't say. Here's the deal. I want you yeah. to make me an athletics check to lift the chest. Okay. If you can lift it, you can teleport with it. Cool. Okay. Uh, athletics, you say? Yeah. What's your strength score? Oh, my strength score is just perfectly 10. Perfectly balanced. Yeah. Perfectly balanced. All cool. right. So give me, give me an athletics. Okay. Come on, Nat 20. Come on, Nat 20. I got You're my determination. You, you got it back, yeah. back. All right, I'll buy determination to make that a 10. A 10? Yeah. All right, so you'll grab the chest and you'll try to lift it. Okay. And you just, it's kind of dragging a bit. Okay. So and if you can't lift it, then. You could, I mean, you could try again in a minute. Maybe okay. spit on your hands. Give it a second. Yep. You take another breath. Steal yourself to lift it. And as you're reaching down, you'll hear. Just what do you think you're doing? Behind you. We're going to cut back to the other side of the camp. 
on the other side of the camp, all of the guards are down. Godfrey, you have been turned to stone. What does everybody do? Um, what do you do? Orontiros, you're still in a zone of silence as well, so... Going to pick up the... the keys and head over to this monster and... <clears throat> read Charm Monster's requirements. Uh, is the cage in the zone of silence? It is not. I specifically just left it out right. so that you could do you. this. <laughs> All right. He's going to kind of like kneel down start speaking in a guttural kind of like version of Elvin. And he's going to kind of be like like creature that has been wrongfully imprisoned. Um, if I free you, we'll Will you spare your anger from the other captives and my friends and cast Charm Monster? All right. Needs to roll a wisdom save. All right, here we go. Come on. That's a, that's an eight. Ooh. All right. I uh, needed 16. Uh, is it meat or beat saving throws? Well, eat regardless at 16. Regardless, he didn't do it. Yeah. And uh, upon that, uh, hoping the creature understands their intent and opening up the, the cage before and then after tossing the keys levna all right levna will unlock the other cages uh godfrey um you are still stone um kelara is there anything you're doing um i'm sorry i completely forgot he was turned to stone. Said, well but he just kind of looks like he's like holding fort so you don't know i got a very statuesque physique it's true i think i saw because I shot the last one and it breathed out and then Godfrey froze. Yeah. So I think I'm going to try and basically vault the wall and run to Godfrey to try and okay. see what I can do to help. And if it looks like as I get closer what we saw the first time we fought these sort of things, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and break the, the kind of stone. Okay. So go ahead and make me a medicine check. That is a 21. Okay. Godfrey, you can make your con save again. Uh, was that still a disadvantage? No. Okay. Oh my god. Nine. Okay. You do have your determination if you want to spend it. Oh, I'm not going to spend it on that. I don't... Okay. I, I don't know if... I don't know. I don't feel like an extra three might... Well, who knows, but... I think I'll pass. All right. 
So, you're going to be able to feel a little bit of sweet air reach into your lungs. And then behind you, you're not going to hear anything because of the silent spell. But Orontiros, you are going to hear the affirming of the bullet. Uh, Levna is going to spend her time going from cage to cage, uh, unlocking the top two, and go and toss the keys back to you, gesturing at the cage to the south. Um, leaving the cage door open so it doesn't feel like cornered or threatened. Uh, there's, there's one more cage, correct? There is one more cage to the south. Let's open that one. Okay. Uh, inside is a small, very exhausted and battered Kender. Who's going to look up at you with these big, wide eyes? Hiya. She says. How are you? Ready to get out of here? I've been waiting for days. And behind you, there's going to be a sudden shift of shadow as the bullet takes a look at the wall directly in front of it and then vaults itself 20 feet into the air coming down in the center of the camp with a noise that explodes across all of you uh let's jump real high guys they're my favorite uh there's an explosion of chaos behind and we're going to cut to the other tent what do you think you're doing Boom! The bullet comes down, exploding the center of the camp, sending fire from its from the bonfire that it landed on in each direction. Some of the other tents are going to begin ignite as people surge to their feet and scream. Razira, what do you do? There's chaos. The hobgoblin sits up, looking back and forth between the kender in front of it and the horrible noise outside of its tent. I'm going to go for him. I'm going to make sure no one knows that we were here. Okay. Riz is going to try and kill him. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, is he surprised? Probably not. Um, I will. I'll give him surprise. I'll give him surprise. So you'll get one surprise round. Yes. All right. So do you want me to roll initiative, or do you want me to keep the old one? Uh, it's gonna go you, you, him. Okay. Sounds good. Um. So. Uh. Did you do two swords, two slashes? Okay, give it uh, to me. Is, is he surprised a la advantage? He is... First one. No, I don't have any something good happens for you. We had another one bought this uh, game. I used it. Two have been bought. I just didn't announce it. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so what are your attack rolls? Um, it is a 17 and a 16. I guess is he wearing armor to bed? <laughs> uh, I said yes, he was. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you have your uh, you have a determination back if you wanted to spend it on the smaller one. Mm, no, I'm okay. That's my offhand. Okay, uh, that is going to be one moment, please. Uh, Seventeen and a sixteen. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be two misses. Okay. As you launch forward and slash your blade twice. I thought you were asking for the sm me to put it on the smaller one. 
So, okay, cool. I would have put on the well, larger one if. I. No worries. No worries. All right, I'll just do it again. Okay. Two attacks. All right, give it to me. Uh, that's going to be a 16 and an 18. All right, you spending on either of those? Well, put it on the 18. All right, that's going to be a hit. All right. Twenty-three points of piercing damage. How many? Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Perfect. All and right. And then she's going to back up, avoiding the ball bearings. Okay. All right. He is going to step up and uh, is going to lunge at you. One moment, please. Okay. Uh, and is going to make his attacks without slipping on the ball bearings. The first. The first round. That dice is gone forever. All right. Uh, from whence it came. From whence it came, so, it has... <laughs> so it returneth. It, yeah, basically. It's it's gone forever. Um, he is going to make three melee attacks against you. Uh, the first is going to be a 28. Mm -hmm. The second is going to be a 14. And no, it's, it doesn't the, hit. The first one's going to hit, and that's it. All right. Uh, but I'm very angry at you, so I'm going to use my martial advantage. Oh, no, I can't. You are not within uh, within five feet of an ally right now. Uh, that is going to be instead oh, way worse than it could be. Oh, God, are you kidding me? Oh, wait, I'm using this two-handed. Ah, so that is... I'm going to be fair with this. That's going to be six points of slashing damage as he grabs right. his sword and slashes at you. Um... And it's your turn. All right. And then she's going to go. Uh, oh, he no, he, he stepped up to me. So I'll just take two attacks at him. Do it. Oh, my God. What is with this dice rolls? Uh, 24 and then a freaking 13. <laughs> the first one's going to hit. Roll me damage. Something about a drama bomb. Nice. Uh oh. Twenty-six points of piercing damage. Twenty-six points. Uh, he looks at you, breathing a little haggard. He is definitely worse for wear and bloodied. Grabbing his blade, he's going to take a step at you. I'm going to spend a drama bomb and. Uh, and he is uh, going to fall prone as he nice. steps on uh, on your blade on your uh, on your ball bearings. Um, he will well, he'll be able to stand up this round. Uh, so that is going to be his entire movement. Uh, and then he's going to make three attacks at you. One is a twenty-one. One is a thirteen, and one is a twenty-three. Two will hit. Two will hit. All right. 
Uh, that is going to be for a decent amount of damage, actually. Uh, don't forget that you have um, un not uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge. Evasion. Yeah. No uncanny dodge for. Oh, you're this. right. Evasion is for Dex. Yeah. What am I saying? I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, all right, so that is going to be. Uh, this is going to be. Um, separately, that's going to be 13 and 9 points of damage. I'll half the 13. Okay. All right, he Six. comes at you twice with his great sword, slashing you uh, twice across the, the ribs. And it's your turn. Yeah. What do you do? Outside, you can hear the boulette exploding through the way. And uh, one moment, please. Okay. I legitimately rolled that. Okay, cool. Um, part of the tent collapses in suddenly as the boulette charges one of these draconians and burrows into the ground over here. I need both you and he to make me a deck save. Okay, that's a 16. Uh, it's going to be a... 21. All right, 21. Both of you are going to manage to... Oh, you know what? He's on ball bearings. I'm going to give him disadvantage. Nice. Okay, 15. He's still okay. Um, but um, he's fighting on the ball bearings quite well, actually. It's, he's very well trained. Uh, the bullet is going to collapse the bottom corner of the tent um, as it burrows underground out here. It's your turn. What do you do? I'm going to stab him. Okay, give it to me. Stab him twice. Oh my god, my dice hate me. I'm sorry, guys. I really didn't want to get into a fight and drag this out, but my dice are fucking rolling fours and fives, so that's two misses. <laughs> Everyone's. Plus seven's not going to do that. <laughs> it's 12 and 14. Okay, 12 I and 14. Uh, lashing out. Um, you are going to not make contact, uh, but he's going to roll a 12, an 18, and a 22. Two hit. Okay. The first slash is going to come by you and is going to slash your upper arm for uh, seven points of damage. Okay. And the next is coming by for five. I'll have the five, I guess, because I didn't say the four, so. Okay. All right, Robin, you're up. All right. I think could. A two and a 15. I could fucking hit would be great. 19 for the one attack. All right. Lunging forward. That's a 19 total. Yeah. Okay. Are you spending your determination? Or sure. No? Okay. That's a hit. I'm guessing by your tone that it's probably a yeah. Twenty-four points of piercing damage. 24 points of piercing damage. Damn, that's a hell of a hit. All right. Um, the Hobgoblin Commander is going to be pierced by your blade and is going to kind of lurch back a little bit, looking at you kind of strangely. Uh, and uh, he is going to make three more attacks at you with a 21, a 20, and a 13. The 13 won't hit. Just die already. 
Uh, seven points of damage on the first one as he slashes down into you. Okay. And ten as he slashes your upper thigh. I'll have that one. Okay. Uh, with that, he is going to try to uh, to back away from you, but is unfortunately going to slip on the ball bearings. Does he leave my? Does he nope, leave? Nope. He instead falls no? prone. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Your turn. All right. Two attacks. Let's go. Uh, he is prone. Mm-hmm. So you have advantage. Alrighty. Alright. Yeah. I got my two dice there. Alright. 21. These ball bearings were such a... And a 22. Those are both it. Sweet. <laughs> oh god that was so low oh my god I, ro I rolled so many ones and twos uh, I'm trying not to let this last long 5, 10, 15 19 points of piercing damage 19 points of piercing damage uh, he is going to stand up uh, and is going to... Uh, he's going to try to end this. You're just a little tender. I'm going to kill you. And uh, one moment while I roll for the boulette to see what the boulette does. Can I get a deck save? <laughs> mm, I can try. I legitimately rolled this, and I'm not sorry. Cocked. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a... 20 plus. Okay. And that's a seven. He is going to take a step forward. How many hit points do you have left? 25. Okay. He raises his blade and slashes toward you. Um, it's going to be headed directly at your throat. You think that he might actually be able to take you out? There's a bit of blood in the air on both of you. You're both quite hurt. And as he raises the sword, the ground is going to shake. And suddenly, a boulette is going to erupt out of the ground beneath him. You're going to dodge out of the way in time as the boulette explodes from beneath him. Um, launching him into the air. And uh, dealing... I legitimately rolled this, and I think it's amazing. Uh, that is going to be bullet, bullet, bullet. That is 3d6 plus 4 bludgeoning damage, if I'm not mistaken. This guy accidentally signed up for Cirque du Soleil today. He's been uh, balancing 14. on ball bearings. Oh yeah, no. that's going to just, uh, basically, he's going to raise his blade to, to cleave you in half. The ground's going to rumble, and he's going to explode into chunks. Alright. I'm going to try and grab the chest and try the misty step again. Okay, make me an athletics check. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a flat roll. Okay, all right. Two. Oof. You rolled a now one? 
Okay, you try to lift it and you are going to fall over. Uh, Frog just bought something good happens as you, as you're there, you're going to fall prone as this bullet crashes down in another tent. People are screaming and crying. I'm going to spend this something good happens. There is like a leg laying next to you and a hip bone and off the side of the hip bone is a belt with a key on it. Cool. Okay, let's go unlock. Okay. Cracking the lock, you are going to see that inside is a large bronze dragon egg, as well as two potions and a small pouch, well, actually quite a large pouch, containing jangling coins. All right, she'll nick that. All right. Uh, you grab onto the dragon's egg. As we do, let us cross back over to the other side. Um, Levna and Orontiros spend the rest of their time gathering up the prisoners over at the other side of the camp. Kalara, what are you doing with Godfrey? Um, just trying to get him through this so that he doesn't die from it. Okay, make me another medicine check. That is going to be uh, 26. All right, Godfrey, make me another con save. That'll be 15. 15. All right. I'm going to use my determination. Okay. Letting out a breath, you are suddenly going to feel the enclosing the enclosing stone shatter off of you as you kind of collapse half on top of Kalara. Thank you. You say silently. (laughs) Levna leans around and like waves frantically at you. Come on, we've got to go, is the look on her face. Okay. I'll point over to Levna and walk towards. I'll you... uh, drop the silence now because uh, the bullet is making enough noise. As for... soon as as soon as the silence drops, you're going to hear the sound of screaming and crashing as this bullet rampages through the camp. I think it's time. Everybody's seen Riz. We need to go. The Kender will find a way out. Can you cast the spell on on everyone and make them uh, the prisoners walk across the water? Okay. Well, yeah. while you're doing that, I'm just gonna look over the wall and see if I can see Riz. Uh, so okay. Kalara will cast it on the all the prisoners. Do we have to stay near you for this to work? Levna says. All right, then let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody go across the lake now. And Levna's going to start helping them. Can I message Riz by if I know Riz is nearby? I believe. 
I believe because it says I can cast through through solid objects if I know if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. Yeah, you can within within the range. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's like 120 feet, so I, I might just be like Riz, Riz, you good, you good, you good, Riz, Riz. <laughs> It's a cantrip. Right. I'm in a bit of a situation here, but going to. Holy shit, that's a bullet. Oh my god, can I fucking hit this guy? Ow, out, fuck, fuck. Okay, we're good. Bullet A him. Oh, keys, egg, money, great. Um, I'll meet you on the other side. Okay. Riz is good. Let's get the hell out of here. Okay. And as you begin to climb over the fence, you feel the water firm beneath you, the quippers occasionally leaping over the surface to try to bounce or try to grab at your toes. Riz, you reach down and pluck things from the chest. You grab the bag, you grab the egg, you grab the vials, and as you do, noise fills the air. Flapping sounds fill the air above. As a hulking creature with black scales descends, roaring as it lands atop the watchtower. Above it, A black dragon perches atop the watchtower. And I think I think we'll probably call game there for the night. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh shit. Yep. Oh, no. Alright, so that I think that's gonna be it for tonight, folks. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all had some fun there. Uh, and I think we're going to be done with the chapter next episode, hopefully. <laughs> oh, boy. Yay. Black Yay. Dragon. I'm glad you may just save your spells. Right? All right. So, hey, folks, thank oh, you so much for tuning run. into this episode. Uh, I hope that you had a good time and uh, that you enjoyed Camp Carry and Clay. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode and uh, a big thank you to our sponsor this month, Bookworm Games. I also want to thank everybody who supports us over on Patreon, who are really the ones who like help us stay in business. So thank you so much for keeping the lights on here. A big thank you to uh, Jan Clark, our divine producer, to our demonic producer, Precarious, to our... Um, Wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Inca Goblin, and Eddie Isaacs. Thank you so much. And to our High Council of the Patreon, I have to thank Taryn, Buddy, Trizelta, Amberthist, Cubby Gummy, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRuke, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kaylin Whitebeard. Uh, there's a bunch of great stuff coming to the Patreon soon, including Demon the Descent and... Uh, uh, some more Hunter the Vigil, as well as all of the games that are coming in July, like more Star Trek Lower Darks. To go find out more about that and to uh, to join the coloring contest that we have right now for the new t-shirt, go to patreon.com slash dorktales today. Anyway, that's going to be it from us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dorktales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Knight Granite, 
Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Orontiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Ink Goblin, and Eddie Isaacs. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth. Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keen. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Wine Master Robin Halford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslaw, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont More, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, A Lizard with Daft Ideas, The Queer Mountain Witch, QQ Vincent, Phelan the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Howl, and Minnie. And of course, to our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dorktales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. 
thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.